The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 433, being recorded on August the 28th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, known as Jesus Walks Out Today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Thief is here, Henley Merrill. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. I feel welcome. What's up, guys? Glad to be welcome. here. Welcome. Yeah, another show. We're here with you. And from Little Ohio, driving around the cornfields in his Camaro, the mayor's back, Steve Wheeler. Welcome, Steve. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Man, we need, a, we need a Camaro update. What happened to your Camaro? Did it break down? Did you get it fixed? Oh, no, it's not fixed yet. It, the other day, I noticed it was getting, it was overheating. And the uh, cooling van, the radiator fan is not kicking on. Mm. So I'm like, oh, it was hot, really hot here that day, too. And so I was like, all right. So I messed around with it. I I did some work on it myself to see if I could figure it out, but check the fuses and all that kind of stuff. And no such luck. So I just parked it in the garage. I'm going to have to take it into a shop and let them figure it out why it's not kicking on. It's probably the fan just died or something, man. That's probably it's, all it is. It's probably, there's like a relay. There's like a, a unit from the computer that makes it turn on and off. It's probably mm. that. It's a sensor. So, yeah. So, either mm. way, I mean, it it stays cool as long as I'm driving down the road. But, you know, if you let it sit in one place too long, it'll start getting yeah. warm. But I just parked it and probably move. Welcome to the show, people. You can follow us on Twitter. It's called Horrible Gamers. All that good stuff. Follow us on Facebook, Horrible Gamers Podcast. This is the page. You can join the group, Horrible Gamers Podcast community. It's a closed group. Anything you post in there stays in there. And join our Discord community over on the Discord. You can use the Discord link in your show notes or ask us for one, and we'll send it to you. Anyways, big shout out to our friends over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers to support the show with the bunnies you like our friend Leahy. shout out to big Leahy and jason sams robert noble sean patrick chad henley m which is of course henley pork chapu nipron who survived the hurricane hurricane survivor nipron <laughs> best hp host <laughs> ever California Hurricane. Evan, Raw Dog, Bark, Bark, Tanaka, <laughs> all in big caps. That's Evan, Raw Dog, Bark, Bark, Tanaka. And Bill Garner II of his name, renowned first ever Patreon, father of dragons, Elden Lord, resident of Sanctuary. Wow. Shout out to him. <laughs> Bill Gardner II of his name. <laughs> Yeah. May long be his reign, male. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to all of you and uh, <laughs> fucking Evan. <laughs> he just had to do it, didn't he? Anyways, shout out to all of you for supporting the show with the monies. Keep the lights on over here and keep us ad free. If you want to support the show, get yourself some gear while you're at it. Head on over to Redbubble. At the Redbubble store, just search for Horrible Gamers, find our logo, and buy stuff. Whatever you want to buy, just buy. There's a lot of stuff in there to buy. Just buy whatever. We don't care. Just 
buy something and you get it and then we get like pennies from that but you literally. get cool merch <laughs> yeah i mean literally you need to get in there and buy like 50 clocks or something it's got our faces on it so yeah, buy the 70, 70 clocks, clocks. 70 give clock them out, and 80 give blocks. them out as party gifts okay you can literally just, that's what i recommend nobody just everybody just buy blocks that's it just acrylic blocks and socks and clocks and then just give them out as party favors and shit when you have your next big party, you know? Yeah. Anyways, big shout out to all of them. Big shout out to the community. And let's give a shout out as well to Phantom Egg for the intro music and Broke for Free for the outro music to this podcast. Let's talk about video games that we've been playing this week, Gunny. I've been playing games. I know you have too. And I know the Mayo has as well. Okay. New games, new fresh games. No, not really. No, 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 no. There's no. We play the latest and the greatest on this show. Mm, Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) So uh, I want to say real quick, I did play some more Call of Duty recently. Okay, some more COD. Okay, I'm getting the cottage again. It's that time of year. It's COD time. Okay, that's what we call it in the industry. It's COD time. Okay, this is this is the time of year where the COD Call of Dutyers. Start preparing themselves for the next phase of Call of Duty. And uh yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm ready for Modern Warfare 3. So I started to start playing Modern Warfare 2 again. And uh fun game. Fucking awesome. I was playing that as shipment 24-7. And uh there was some really cool modes on there. There was one mode that I played that was called uh I think it was called like loadout uh loadout drop or something like that. Where like every every like few I want to say like every 30 seconds or so, a spot on the map would appear. And if your team held that spot, a plane would fly above and drop uh, care packages with random kill streaks. So it could be anything from like a juggernaut to a UAV to an AC-130 to an attack helicopter to mortar strike, whatever. Anyways, these things, this thing would rotate around the shipment map. And that's that little tiny uh, square map. Right, the one that has little containers in the middle. Yeah, it's like a really small map. Classic. And it was in it was in hardcore mode. So like, dude, I was racking up the kills, Gunny. I think I ended up with like seventy nine kills or seventy eight kills or something like that. I did die like thirty six times though, but I got like seventy eight kills, so I went positive. Good. Yeah. I think I think the best on the other team got like thirty six kills, and he died sixty four times. <laughs> oh man, that shit was awesome. I got like two AC 130s, man. That shit was so cool. It was just, but the thing about the AC 130 on that map, I think they, I don't know if they, if it's like this for all the maps or if it's just like this for this map. But on this map, when I had the AC 130, usually the way I do it is I shoot the big cannon, then I rotate to the little mini gun, then I rotate to the next, like, uh, there's like three different guns on it, right? Like the, it's like a, like the big one, the little like machine gun, and then like uh, like one that shoots like little rockets or whatever. And I was trying to rotate between all of them, right? Because as they reload, you could shoot the next one. And in this one, like when I switched over to the mini gun, the mini gun wouldn't shoot. Like it would shoot, but then it stopped. And then I have to wait for it to cool down. And then I switched over to the other one, but it wouldn't shoot right away. It was like a delay in the shooting. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like. I don't know if they nerfed it for that map because they just realized like somebody gets is. an 
Yeah, somebody gets an AC-130 in this thing, and if they keep shooting, that thing is going to just kill the whole other team left and right. Um, yeah, as soon as they respawn, yeah. Yeah, as soon as they respawn, right, because you can see the whole map from the sky. Um, but yeah, that, that show was awesome, dude. <laughs> that game was awesome. Then I played a few other games, a few other matches in that game, and I had a blast playing it, man. It was just it really reminded me why I like Modern Warfare so much. The shooting feels good. It's it's a good game. It's just solid all around. Um, but I'm excited for Modern Warfare 3. Even though they have announced some changes that I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, they'll change them again. And anyways, uh, I did go back and play a little bit more Thronefall. That's that little uh, tower defense game that we bought for like six bucks, honey. And I'm I'm fucking, I really like that game. Like, I really, really like it. I'm I'm at I'm at the point now where I've unlocked way more perks and like more abilities. I haven't and, played it. Uh, I haven't played it this week. And I've unlocked new soldiers as well. Like uh now I have some other type of soldier. Like now I have like four different soldiers and four different archer types. And uh I, I was playing a lot of it the other day. Yesterday I was playing it in this mode where it was really difficult, man. Like I gave the enemies like 40% more health and 40% more speed. So they were like really fast and really like just powerful, you know, and they kept killing me like so much. I was like, Jesus, we didn't stand a chance, dude. Like we held up for quite a while, quite a while. And then all of a sudden the game spawned in like 15 of the big guys, like the really, really big guys. They spawned in 15 of those, 50 of the guys on the horses, like 10 of the other little dudes. And I was like, fuck, I didn't know where to put my soldiers. And it, we just got overwhelmed really fast. I was like, "Well, fuck!" Like I was not expecting that, you know. So I don't know. I need to get back into that and maybe rethink my strategy. While yeah, how far are you putting them out there, like your guys, late in the later levels? I've never like so. I haven't played a whole ton of it, but I assume probably not super close to the to the base to the fort. Kind of, but not really, because I have a bunch of towers set up and a bunch of traps, but it didn't work out for me. So I don't know. Anyways, besides that, yesterday I was playing a little bit of Be Castle. That's the other, like, strategy game, I would say. More like a kingdom builder strategy game. And I was playing it yesterday, and it got to the point where I was really OP, man. Like, I was just, my castle covered, like, half the map. Okay. I had, like, I had, like, all the the walls are upgraded to stone. They're all double-sided. I have, like, two iron mines, two of the sunstone mines. A bunch of like the food guys. I have a bunch of like farms and hunters out there. I had about 99 soldiers. About, I want to say 30 of them were like soldiers, 20 of them were knights, 30 of them were like, or 40 of them were like archers. And then the other 20 or whatever that were left, or 30 that were left, they were like uh, the pikemen. And then yeah. I had all of, all of those guys upgraded, like all their weapons and armor were upgraded to the max. Then I had ballistas on top of my towers, and I was still making a ton of gold because I had two, like I had four caravans going. So I was like, "Man, this is kind of like too easy." And then they added like this new thing now into the game where they added like these traps that you can set up, so you can build like this trap thing that builds these traps, and you can move them around. You can like dismantle the trap, and you can set them up so every time, like the enemies, you know, because it shows the crystals where they're going to spawn, right? And I, right, that was, like, like the through- general area of which way they're going to come. Well, the crystals are exactly where they spawn at. So there was three different crystals that were keep spawning up. 
So I was pretty late into the game at this point, and there was three crystals that would pop up, and they were bunched up together, kind of, and that's where the enemies were going to spawn. So I would just have the trap guys during the day, you know, during the daytime phase. I would have all my soldiers start moving that way. I would have all my archers start setting up on the walls, and then I'd have the guys go out there and set up all the traps next to the spawn point. So as soon as the enemy spawned, dude, all these fucking explosions are going off. Fucking arrows are shooting at them. <laughs> like, they didn't stand a chance, dude. Yeah. I got my ballistas. My ballistas all set up, ready to shoot at them. They were screwed. And it was awesome. It was, <laughs> I was it like, yeah, awesome. this, is, this is fucking great. I feel OP it's, as shit. It's a good feeling, like, once you get, like, those archers set up and you get them set up on the wall correctly, or the way you want them, and then... You, you know, and then you get them upgraded where they're shooting fire arrows at them down at the yeah. enemy. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, I had them. Yeah, I had fire arrows. I had all that shit. And that was pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah, and then you upgrade them. It's like, oh, man, I forgot. They actually have a good range on them. Yeah. So, yeah, they're you can't really kill the arrow guy or the, yeah, the archers. You know, unless yeah. you're in the bay. So it's like, yeah. Who else or what else did I play? I played uh, some Madden 24. That's the new Madden that came out. I played this through the trial on Game Pass on the PC, and I want to say the game runs pretty okay on the PC. It looks pretty good. Not, I mean, I'm not really that impressed with the graphics. Cause I guess I'm. Has I don't know if I'm much since the last one though. I mean, I don't know. I don't even remember playing the last one. I didn't know I played the one the year before that. But these games, I usually never play them very long. Right. <laughs> like I get, I get bored of them really quick. And uh, so Madden 24 just came out, and it of course has like the build a character set and like it has a franchise mode it has all the madden online stuff um all the cards and the card packs you can buy um it has all that but they added like a like more like now the passing they have like this new thing called like skill based passing where like you you know how in traditional madden you would just press like whichever direction the ball was going you just press that receiver button so you press like X for the X receiver, Y for the Y, RP and whatever. Now they have it to where you press it and then you can hold it right to do like a fast pass or you can pr- you just tap it to do like a lob pass. You hold the left trigger and then you press it to do like a low pass. To do a high pass, I think you hold the right trigger or the right bumper or something and then you'll do a high pass. And then you can, now they have like another thing called like an accuracy like so when you pass it there's also like an accuracy meter going on top of the wide receiver that that kind of determines how accurate your pass will be to them and it's based on like how the receiver is positioned i guess um so it has another dynamic to what you have to be looking out for when you're going for the pass right and uh playing this game i realized how much i fucking suck at madden (laughs) oh man i was playing play enough sports games well, I was playing it, and I, I created a new character, and I just named him whatever, and I, it was a quarterback, and, I, you know, you pick the college you're going to, and then you pick, like, you go through the draft, you go through the combine, and then you go through the draft, and then based on how well you did on your combine, it's the grade that you get for the draft or whatever, and I think I got, like, a, a B or something like that for the quarterback, because I fucked up some of the exercise things that they were doing, because um, they were really weird, like, hold RB and LB and do all this weird shit. I really didn't like him. There were stupid mini games that I didn't like. But um, we were playing the preseason games. <laughs> and 
And every single game that I that my dude started in, I got intercepted. Every single fucking game. I was like, Jesus, man, like these fucking wide these wide receivers are either not getting themselves wide open enough or like these fucking <laughs> this AI. Jesus, this AI or this not AI the best was really good. Uh, maybe this AI was really good though, and I felt like it was actually quite challenging to to like execute these passes, right? Because like every time you go out on the field, you could select the goal, and it would be like uh, pass for twenty yards, pass for a touchdown, or score a touchdown on this drive, or like there would be like different goals you can achieve, like pick, and you you have to pick which one you want to try to achieve, right? One will be like rush for ten yards, rush for five yards, or whatever, right? Get a first down or whatever. Or don't get any fourth downs or no don't get any third downs or something like that. So I was doing it and like fuck that that show was hard. It was really hard. I was like, man. But I think it might also have to do with the fact that the quarterback had like really shit ratings, right? Like like I'm all in my seventies and shit, like and all my all my stats. So like in my passing, in my accuracy, stamina, strength, and all that shit. My character is like at a seventy-eight. You know, and I'm playing against fucking AI that's like in the 90s or 80s, and they're just tearing me apart, man. Yeah, you're um, a rookie. But what's cool about the game is that when you're playing in this mode, which is like, I know this has happened in the previous modes as well, where we're in the previous games, I mean, where you're playing in the mode and you play the position that you pick, and that's it. That's all you play. So if you create a character that's like a wide receiver, all you play is that wide receiver spot, and when that player is out on the field. Uh, same if, like, you're playing a linebacker or a defensive tackle or a left tackle or whatever running back, whatever position that that you want to be on the team, you can play that position. You can even be a punter for, if you want to be a punter guy or a kicker, <laughs> you know? So, like, whatever position you want to play is the position that, that that's the only position that you play. So when you throw the ball the AI takes over. So like either catches it or they don't catch it or they go for a touchdown or they intercept you and they run it back. Only player you control on the field is your character, which is kind of like cool. But at the same time, you kind of wish you could control the other characters because once you're off the field, the game just simulates, right? And it'll just simulate what's happening in the rest of the game. It'll simulate like if the other team is on the offense and your players up an offensive player, there's only defense on the field. You're not playing, so the game just simulates the whole thing. It'll just like fast forward through everything and it'll just be like boom, 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 boom. and it'll be like, okay, now you're down by seven points. Now you're up by ten points. Now you're down by three points. Because of whatever your defense did or whatever their offense did, you know. Um so that's kind of cool and kind of not. I don't know. Sounds a lot it's like what like NBA two K is like the last two K that I played. Yeah. Um 23, I think it's the same way. I think it was 23. The one I bought on sale on the PlayStation a while back. You know, it's the same way. It's like when you do the creative character, you know, you're like in the 70s and you have like goals in that as well to like, yeah. okay, you score this many points in a game or get this many rebounds. But then you're on the bench and the game will play and you know, and you don't have any control over any other characters. You just sit there. You can simulate until time, till you're in the game mm-hmm. and you can go in the game and you guys are up by 20 or down by 10 or who knows whatever you just yeah. go in the game and then you play like until where they pull you you know like they give you a break or whatever you're not playing well or something like that and at the end of the game it gives you like a rating and stuff like that then it has little outside the game games like you go out there and you have yeah. to go like talk to the press 
And so you can like pick yeah. a couple questions and you got to like it, your character has like some pretty done answers and you kind of have a choice. But then after that, you have to there's like a gym you can go to and you can like build up your stats by going and doing certain workouts in the gym. There are like a yeah. bunch of mini games. It sounds like the same. Yeah, concept. this this has the same thing where like every every week you advance a week and then it'll say, okay, now you have to practice before the game. What do you want to focus on? And it'll be like it'll give you like four options to like pick. It'll be like, do you want to focus on passing? on your stamina and it'll say like if you do this training it'll give you plus two points to your strength for the next two games or for the next game or whatever um and then you can either stimulate that or actually play it um and then it also gives you like a recovery option like how do you want to recover like do you want to go out and party with your friends do you want to fucking go to like the fucking spa or whatever the fuck you know go to the training area uh, get a massage, whatever the fuck. Like it'll give you different options to to rest and recuperate before the game, and that'll also affect your stats. You know, based on what choices you made or whatever. Um, so there's all that. I don't know. It's Madden. It looks good. It plays all right. And for the first time, I don't know if they had it last year. They might have, but I know this time it, it has crossplay between the PC and the consoles. So if you play Madden online. This is actually a pretty cool feature now because now you don't have to just play against the PlayStation players or the Xbox players or the PC players. You can actually play against everyone, you know, and and go about it that way. Um, I don't know. I would assume the game is probably way more popular on the consoles than it is on the PC, but who knows? Yeah. And you can, and you can disable the crossplay if you want. It'll give you the option. Do you want to enable it or disable it? But it's always um, good when it when it has that feature and like you know let's I mean it's already a popular game but it I think it just increases its longevity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean when they do that like oh there's not enough yeah. PC players but a lot of people on PS5 are playing. You yeah, know, six months later, one year later, yeah, or on the so, Xbox or whatever. Yeah. Um great game, I guess if you're a Madden player. <laughs> um, not for me though. I wouldn't buy it. Uh, maybe I'll get it on the sale later on in the year. Um, I know it'll be on sale like next month, so I'm not even worried about it. Um, besides all that, besides those games, I went over and I played some more Baldur's Gate 3. Now, I went in there and they kind of did a big patch this week to the game Mail and Gunny. They added a bunch of bug fixes, quest fixes, quest changes, uh, changes to how the party reacts to you. A uh, bunch of, a lot of bug fixes. Like, you can read the list. It's a shitload of bug fixes. But uh, one of the things, one of the major things that this is the game is on the easy difficulty, which is the difficulty that I was playing on, they actually buffed you 100% of your health. So before, I think the buff was only 50%. You got a 50% buff of your health. Now it's 100% buff. So essentially, you get your hit points doubled to how many, how many, how much damage you can take from the enemy or whatever. So that kind of makes it more bearable in some of the crazy, hectic battle sequences, right? Which, if you're playing the game for the story, this is the way to play it, you know, because you don't want to really focus on the battles. The battles may be a little overwhelming sometimes. And even on the easy difficulty, you will die. I'm not saying you won't die. You will die because there'll be sometimes you get yourself way... You get way in over your head, and you thought you... (laughs) 
You thought you were good, Mayo, until these fucking enemies show you real quick that they're way better than you. Yeah. Okay. This this has happened to me. So now I went into the thing. I remember I told you guys last time I was in the old hag's lair. Yeah, that's that witch that took that those dudes' sister. She killed those two dudes, and then I went into her little bog thing or whatever, and it was all nice looking, and then I realized that it was all an illusion, and it's all run down and swampy. Okay. Anyways, I went into her cave, and I was in her cave. I went in there, and I fought her and her little dummy guys, because she had, like, these people with masks on, and they were, like, trying to fight me. But apparently, they were just people that were under her control, and I killed them. Because the whole time they're fighting me, they're asking her to not make them fight me. They're, like, telling her, please don't. Don't make me do it. And then they have to attack me, right? And I think they were just under her influence, because they had they were all wearing these masks that I stole. There was, like, these masks. And it said, and like I, I picked up a note from one of the one of the people that died, and it said, "Don't eat the water, don't do this, don't like." She had a list of shit that she shouldn't do, like don't speak when she comes around, don't don't look at her, whatever. And it said like, but whatever you do, do not put on the mask. And I was like, I wonder what would happen to my character if I put on the mask, but I didn't because I was like, I don't want to risk this shit. God. This <laughs> right. game is this. You this put the game mask is. On. No, this game happened. is a game. No, I'm telling you, man. This game is a game that doesn't give a fuck. If the game tells you to not do something and you fucking do it, the game doesn't care. It lets you do it, but then you will suffer the consequences for whatever you just did. The game will absolutely kill you or do whatever it can to kill your party member. It'll fuck you up. It'll do whatever, and and it's it's crazy, man. Like, like I did hit a character. I did hit a, a friendly character today accidentally. I was like, ah, that was the first time I've done it. Yeah, and do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Anyways, camera. I was like, it was in my way. I was like, crap. I killed her, and then I saved the chick, and then I revived the chick's boyfriend with the, like, a magic item that I found in the, the cave. And the dude was like a dead body. Was like, she was like, he's a fucking zombie. And I was like, one of the options was like, well, I can keep him and I'll control him with the fucking magic item. And she's like, nah. And I was like, and then I just gave it to her. I was like, here, take this shit, like. He's your problem now. It's like, thank you. Whatever. Like, thank you for helping me. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, lady. And then we took off. We went to this to the to the next part of the map. And I remember I told you guys last time that I crossed this bridge and there was like two there was like two necromancers on the other side of the bridge. And it was like the next area of the, the game, right? The next map area or whatever. And the game warned me before I crossed that hey, this area is too hard for you. You may die. Do you want to enter? And I said, yes. This time when I crossed it, the warning wasn't there. But I was totally expecting to cross it and fight those necromancer dudes that were right there. Again, you know, like, I'm like, I'm ready to fight these motherfuckers. Like, I was like, I had a plan. Okay, I'm going to focus on this guy first and then go after this other guy. And then we're going to take this guy out first to make sure he doesn't heal the other guy. and They don't respawn each other. And I had this fucking great idea, this huge battle plan in my head. And I crossed the bridge, and guess what? Nobody's there. Nobody's there. They're gone. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So I'm just chilling. I meet up this lady. She told me that she found the the Yankee, uh, the Crash, which is like the the green chicks, like clan people or whatever, like like she, like where she wants to go to get the tadpole thing out of her brain. And I was like, where is it? And the lady's like, oh, it's over there. But she's like, when you're there, could you give me one of their eggs? Like, she's like, and I'll pay you a lot of money. Like, I'll give you a lot of shit if you fuck give me one of the eggs. And I'm like, 
okay, I accepted the quest. I took off. And I got there, right? And I found this, like, huge castle, found these people, they locked the door, and I have to go through, like, this whole area, fight a bunch of enemies. And then I'm like, how the fuck do I get into this castle, man? There was, like, no way in. And then I started climbing up, Gunny. And I climbed up through the roof, and I jumped over, like, from the cliff onto the roof of the castle or the mansion or whatever it was. And I and I broke down this wooden thing, and I hear, like, somebody crying, right? Like, I hear, like, somebody crying. And it's and like and it said like one of the characters in my party was like is that a is that a a woman or a child crying and it, it was coming from a certain room and then I go into that room Gunny okay I walk into the room like a dumbass okay and you know what's in there a bunch of cats a bunch <laughs> of cats yeah like little cats like house cats and then they all turn to attack me so it's oh, like shit. All of a sudden, it's like a battle sequence, right? The whole game stops. It goes into the turn-based thing. And it shows like like 10 cats in the room. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's like, okay, the cats were like setting up a trap. Like they were, they were, one of them was making a noise. Like it was crying like a person to lure people in there. Aha. Okay. Anyways, I started fighting these cats, right? And automatically, I start using my magical powers and abilities and next thing you know, like, when I do that, these cats, all of a sudden, they have, like, lightning coming out of them. Like, they're, like, like electricity's coming off of them. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm just, I keep Super fighting cats. them, right? And listen, I keep fighting the cats, Gunny, okay? And the cats, I'm thinking to myself, electricity, big fucking deal. I'll kill these little fuckers real quick. Okay, I keep fighting them. And these fuckers are moving pretty fast. So, like, my characters can't keep up with all of them. And they're dodging my hits. And they're miss I'm missing my shots and my arrows. And I'm like trying really hard to slow them down. I throw grease on the ground to slow them down. And I feel uh, like cats are flammable. Am I right? They are. But you know what happened? All of a sudden, one of these little fucking house cats fucking evolved or some shit. And it was like a fucking Black Panther, bro. It was huge. And it had like 50 hit points. I'm like, what the f- yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And this thing was like jumping across the room like. When it jumped, it did like his little jump thing. It jumped like it was across the room. Okay, when it morphed into the Thundercat fucking thing, it jumped across the entire fucking room next to my character and started attacking me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. I kill him. And I kill him. And what happens? Another cat evolves. I'm like, are all these cats going to evolve? And guess what? All the cats can evolve into this fucking huge thing. And these things are powerful, man. They got, like, 50 hit points each. So, like, I'm constantly trying to heal my characters. I'm trying to do this shit, trying to kill them, and I can't. And they fucking wreck my team. They destroy us, dude. They just, they straight up just surround us and, like, murder all of us. So I reload the game. I get back in that room. But this time when I get in the room, that dude, what's his name? Gale, the magic guy? Yeah. The guy the guy that consumes the uh, the magical items to gain more power. He's like, oh, these are whatever type of cats. Be careful using magic around them. It'll, it'll, he said, it'll like ignite them or like turn them or something. And I was like, what? Like, as soon as I walked in the room, he said that, like, oh, these are whatever types of cats. Be careful using magic around them. So I didn't use any magic. And guess what? None of the house cats turned into the big cats. If you use magic around those motherfuckers, it, like, sets them off to where they can evolve because they're, like, I don't know, allergic to the magic or something. The magic triggers something in them where all of a sudden they turn electric and they can evolve into this huge cat. 
they might not evolve, but they can evolve. And a lot, all of them will not evolve, but some will. And like, it's just like a roll of the dice, right? When they evolve, like it's like they roll a die and they try to evolve or whatever. And sometimes it'll say failed or like they'll just evolve if it passes. It's a roll chance. Yep. Awesome. And you never know what so this I game is going to I killed all the fucking house cats, right? And then I find the the the, the crash, right? The, the fucking place that the chick was looking for. And I'm like, all right, okay, we get there. And they're like, oh, what the fuck are you guys doing here? You know, because that, that group of people, they're all like, oh, fuck humans. And fuck you. What are you doing here, you fucking dirty human? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, chill. I let the other chick talk, right, that she's in my party. I let her talk. And she's like, hey, whatever. Like, is that a way to speak to whoever? And she's like, oh, we're sorry. Go on through. But go to the infirmary to talk to the doctor about the worm in your head. So we go to the infirmary, walk in there, and the doctor's like, yeah, just sit down in this machine. And I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, sit down in this machine and we'll get this worm thing out of your head. And like the narrator starts talking, right? And the narrator's like, oh, like the machine seems kind of weird, but something's telling you to not trust it. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think we're going to sit down on this machine. And I told the doctor, I don't think so. She was like, well, why not? And I was like, because I'd rather take my chances somewhere else, right? I told her this. I was like, you know what? We reconsidered our options. We don't want to have your help anymore. We're going to go to another doctor. And she was like, okay, hold on. You're going to take a opinion over there, you Jesus? <laughs> yeah, she was, she was like, okay, well. We're going to get a second opinion, thank you. She was like, hold on real quick. And then she stood there. And I was like, okay. Okay. And I don't know. I think the game was bugged because she was just standing there. She was just looking at us. And she was like, Have you changed your mind yet? And I was like, No. And then I was like, Whatever, dude, let's leave. And we started leaving, right? And we started walking out. And we get to the next room. All of a sudden, we get surrounded by all of the people in the fucking room, dude. He like told the other people that we weren't going to like let her do the experiment thing on us or whatever she was doing. So she told them to attack us. So then we kill everyone in the room, including a bunch of little kids. We just murder ah. everyone. Okay, we, we have to, Gunny. They're all attacking us. Okay, self-defense. Yeah, you got to defend yourself. <laughs> we murder everyone in the room, including the doctor. Whoa, hold on, Jesus. Hold on. Now, we murder there everyone. are options in the in the combat menu for non-lethal combat. Which oh, is, no, yeah, I've never seen one. It is. It's there. I'm telling you. Like my main kind character, of, kind of they all have it. What shit are you doing over there? You I, my character with, doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah all your characters can do regular teams. combat, but but like you know, like how many hit points they have left, and then you can use the non-lethal if you choose to. I don't know if you can do it on all characters, but basically they're just like knocked out. So there is there is that option. Yeah, there's non-lethal combat. I matter of fact, I remember that that was brought up like when you first go to. Rescue the green chick, the Grinch lady. Hmm. She looks like a Grinch. Oh, you're right. But hey, I'm I, not I, judging I, Jesus. I'm not judging. I went straight lethal. I don't give a fuck. I've been lethal the whole time, so I straight murder everyone. Okay? It's your world, man. You play it how you see fit. I murdered everyone in the room, and then I thought to myself, for sure, we're going to have to fight our way out of this whole, like, base, right? Because it was like an underground, like, base type thing or whatever. And I was like, for sure, we're going to have to fight our way through all these hallways. I was just trying to remember which way was the exit, right? I'm trying to think, like, which way do I go for the exit? And we leave the room, and everyone outside, like, that that room was, like, cool. They were just chilling. Everyone's just going about their business. I'm like, okay, act normal. Act normal. 
Just <laughs> walk through here, just act normal. And then we fucking blood we all end over up going, yeah. yeah, literally there is blood all over my character's faces and shit. They like they're covered in blood. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> act normal, act normal, nobody notices. And then we fucking went and then we found like uh some crazy shit going on with this kid. He was like being like reprimanded by his commander guy or whatever. And the commander guy was like kicking him in the head while he was like sitting there like apologizing. And the commander's like, You're a worthless fucking piece of shit. You should have killed that guy when you were told to kill him. And he was like, But why are we killing our own people? And the commander's like, You don't ask questions, you just follow the orders. You don't why are you doing questioning us? And then they do like some crazy shit goes down there. And then I go and find the commander of the base, right? Like this commander lady. And she thinks we're like some mercenaries she hired. I don't know why she thinks that, but she thinks that. She's like, oh, she's like, how's the progress on the fucking device, the artifact that I'm looking for? And then, <laughs> of course, the artifact is the one thing that you're one of, like, one of the people in your party is carrying, right? Like this fucking device thing. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we're still looking for it really hard. It's, it's really hard to find. And she's like, are you hiding it? Do you have it with you? And like, we have to roll the dice, right, to lie to her. And then we do that, and then... We pass, and I'm like, whew, okay, crisis averted here. Because she had, like, these, like, fucking direwolf things, dude, like, next to her. Like, two big, giant wolf-looking things sitting next to her. Tear you up yeah, and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, I hope I don't mess this up. And she's like, well, get the hell out of my face, or whatever. She's like, get out of here. Go look for the device. Don't come back. Don't come back till you find it. And I'm like, all right, lady, peace the fuck out. We're out of here. No questions asked. We're just going to leave. And then we just dipped out of there, Gunny. We fucking left. Yeah. You know, now, you know, you're, you know, when you're outnumbered. Now I was like, wait. oh, well, I'm going to go do battles. other quests. The thing about these things is there's still a quest marker in that area that says use the device or whatever, or like have Lazel use the device to whatever, whatever. And I'm like, but the device like fucking blew up or something. Like, I don't know. We did something to it where it blew up. And like, you throw it on the ground because that was an option. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. She like we did something and it blew up, and then she was mad because it blew up. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how to operate this fucking machine. And she's like, well, fuck. <laughs> and then like the quest marker is still there to use the machine, and it's like, well, how are we supposed to use the machine if it's blown up? And I was thinking to myself, in this game, do I have to follow these quest markers? Can I just go do? I, I literally think I just could do whatever I want, right? I don't have to follow the main quest thing, right? Like, I just go do whatever. Yeah, because there's so many other side quests you can do. So, so many things to run into, so many mysteries. Bunch of random crazy shit has happened to me in this game, Gunny. Like, hidden stuff that I found, crazy shit, people that I fought. This game is so good. Yeah, <laughs> so it is. Yeah. The combat, it might be a little tough to get used to, right? But I think most people... Uh, we'll find that the story really pushes the game forward. It, it literally, the last time I felt the story was this involved in terms of like decisions mattering based on your team and on you and like how it affects the world, I guess. I would say it was probably Mass Effect, right? Where like yeah. the decisions kind of really mattered. The choices you made would affect you later on in the other games. That's how this, I feel. It's playing out for me. Like, I feel like these decisions that I'm making early on, either to be evil, right? And, and like, convince my team to use these parasite things. Because I convinced 
I convinced Shadowheart to do it. I don't know about anyone else, but I know I convinced her. And now she has like a new ability. She has like this, uh, she has like some kind of psychic ability now where like she can like, before she's attacked, she can like, I don't know, do some shit where she can like use telepathic powers to like preview the attack or like sense it or dodge it or some shit or prevent it somehow. Is it the one? Mm. Yeah, because I see that and then she's got like, yeah, or even before dialogue, she's got some abilities she can use. But now, you know, like, no, persuasive. dude. But now she also has like some weird, like, purple shit growing out of her head. Like, is that she, maybe, look, she looks the same, but she has like some, some like her, like, her skin is changed a little bit and like, because she's using yeah. the worms. So, like, she's like, she so, looks a little you know, bit different. I mean, we're we're in spoiler territory already, but when you're in the, excuse me, like I'm in that druid camp, and I forgot the dude's name, but he's talking about the changes it's going to do to you. Well, and then you're asking about like there will be changes or whatever, and he's like, uh, maybe, like, yeah, maybe not right away or something. Like, so he's not giving too much away about when you're going to mm-hmm. change or you know whether it's a slow progress of you know, whatever the fuck he was talking about you changing into with that parasite in your head. So that's probably part of it. Cause I don't think we've seen like what it'll change you into. Not yet. Right. Later game. I'm assuming you look kind of crazy by the end or something. I don't know. Maybe look evil. I don't know, but I know Shadowheart is changing because she's using them, especially during combat. She's like all glowing and shit like purple. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, nobody else is glowing purple and you are. Cause <laughs> yeah, I can like, against- See, I convinced her to use the worms, but I'm not using them. Because I went into the thing, and I was like, should I use these? And I was like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing here that really is making me think I should use these right now. Maybe I will later on, but there's nothing there, like, pressing me to use them right now. So I don't know, honey. I don't know. If it's just cosmetic changes, why not? I don't know. It's probably, yeah, but it's probably going to change your... I don't think it's just automatic, though, man. I think it's like a, Maybe, a, right? a permanent fucking thing. Like, this game, I don't know. I don't trust this game, Gunny. Yeah. Hey, this game is a real fuck you game. This game lets you do whatever, and then right. you face the consequences later on. Like, you, I, I feel like there's shit that I've done that later on is going to come back and haunt me. Like, <laughs> like, there's a lot of people I've probably killed that later on is going to come back, and they're going to be like... Yeah, see, you killed all these people when we know about this, and now you're fucked. And I'm going to be like, fuck, I shouldn't have been evil the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, man, look, I've helped people, okay? I helped save that chick from that old hag lady, okay? I do help some people. I helped her out. By the way, killing the old hag gave me a lot of cool shit. A lot of gold and stuff, but yeah. Nice. I'm sure eventually we'll... See, like, I haven't seen a vendor yet because I'm early on, but I'm sure one exists. Oh, there's a lot of vendors, dude. I can yeah. imagine there probably is a there's lot. There's a lot. I even ran into a vendor inside the crush thing. I oh, was that's just... never mind. I did I did get to a vendor. Yeah, I was there was talking... one in the Druid camp. Yeah, I talked to this random lady, and she's like, do you want something to buy or sell? I was like, well, what do you have? And then I sold her all my junk because my guy was over encumbered. He was encumbered. I was like... I can't fucking walk fast. This guy's walking really slow. They said your character's encumbered. Like, fuck, this sucks. And then I found this puzzle thing that I have to figure out, and I have to like, it's like these weapons that you have to put on this pedestal, and like it'll light the thing up. But you have to find the different types of weapons, like a warhammer, an axe, a sword, a mace, and then you got to put them in the right spot. I found a sword, 
I found the Warhammer, but I need to find the other two weapons to put on there. And it could be any weapon. It could be like your weapon. You could just fucking unequip your weapon and throw it up there and it'll work. It'll turn on the thing or whatever. But I need to find the other three weapons. And it's like, man, all these quests. I mean, there's so much shit going on. My quest list is huge. And I don't even know how to like, I don't even know what I've done and what I have to do. Like, it's just a bunch of quests bunch of markers and this is like go here go here go here do this go there speak to him speak to them speak to her all i know is i gotta get to baldur's gate so find this person all right so i'm gonna just start questing towards baldur's gate and eventually i'll get there <laughs> this game is good the dragon though. or whatever yeah <laughs> whatever it leads up yeah, yeah this game uh, is freaking awesome man it is good like yeah it, may, it still makes it, me want to pick it up because i haven't picked it up yet and I'm like, the different well, enemies are cool, man. It's like a fresh it. game, man. It's fresh and fresh and new. It's fun. It's what it Not is. a new series. Like the like story, the story is so good. It's just like. Did you ever play characters. Dark Alliance, Jesus? I think no. there was like a. I, I should have googled it. I know it was like original Xbox. You know, it was the D and D Dark Alliance. I think there was like even an arcade version on 360. Yeah. Like you know, just a downloadable version of it. But yeah, I remember I played a little bit of that because I think it had demos for it too. But I totally get vibes from uh, that when I play this. Yeah, I suggest you um, check out this game when it comes to your console or your PC if you have one. Um, but yeah, what's, definitely definitely uh, game of the year contender. It hasn't even come out on uh, PS5 yet. Oh, definitely a game of the year contender. Definitely this game. You know, for the longest time this year, I thought for sure like Zelda might win it. But the new Zelda game, <laughs> I don't think so anymore. I think Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. I get it. I honestly think this game is going to get Game of the Year. I Maybe Starfield can do it. Maybe Spider-Man. I don't think Spider-Man's going to do it, though. It's a sequel to the other ones. Yeah, it's going to be too much like the other ones, maybe. And and the, it's, people are yeah, going to be like, oh, well, it's, too, it's good. It's going to be really good, probably really good, right? But it's going to be a sequel. Right, and I don't think it's gonna do it, and I don't think Zelda, even though as much Nintendo influence it has, I don't think it's gonna be able to do it either. I think it's gonna be between Starfield and Baldur's Gate three, maybe Hogwarts Legacy. But that problem with that game is that that game came out early this year, mm-hmm. and by the time it comes out, by the time Game of the Year awards or whatever the the Jeff Keighley Video Game Awards happen in like December. No one's going to remember Hogwarts. Game, anyone, like, that game it'll came get, out this year. It'll get <laughs> nominated, I think. Mm, maybe. Who's going to remember that game, though? No one. I forgot that that game came when out this year. When it gets nominated, they'll be like, I remember that game. <laughs> when did uh, that come I out? For, did that come out this year? I forgot yeah. that that game came out this year. Okay? Like, honestly. So, I don't... It probably deserves a nomination because it was really good. And I haven't beat it yet, but it... It's a long game. It really is a good game. Hogwarts Legacy is a yeah, great there's game. A, there's a lot to the game because I've I finished most of the campaign and yeah. uh, I didn't get the official ending yet. I think it says like I'm at 97 or 98 percent because I had mm. to complete the field guide. And I'm just like, eh, I'll go back into it eventually. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I want to uh, see what happens. I, you know, I think it's really going to be between Baldur's Gate and Starfield. And I just think that just maybe Baldur's Gate may beat out Starfield. But I haven't played Starfield. You know, you never know. Starfield might be, like, fucking mind-blowing, amazing good. 
and everyone will forget about Baldur's Gate. What's your uh, Metacritic score prediction on Starfield? I don't know. I've been 90. seeing that a lot. What I'm is go- what is this game? Isn't oh, Baldur's Gate the yeah? It's like the highest for highest five ninety six or something. It's the highest rated ever, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like tied for the highest ever. Uh, yeah, it's ninety six. Yeah, isn't that the highest? Tied with something, isn't it? It is. It, but I don't see it on here. Uh, yeah, doesn't show me. Uh, so just shows no, the latest games. So ninety six puts it. Wow, there's a lot of ninety sevens. But it puts it next to GTA Five, Breath of the Wild, Bioshock. So it's out there, man. Some of the higher rated games, like really good games. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give a uh, Starfield. I'm gonna predict it. Coming out at an eighty-seven. I'm gonna say coming out like at launch because that changes review bombs and all the other stuff. And Blue Beetle only got a sixty-one. What the hell? Okay, not a game, guys. Never mind. Hmm. Speaking of Blue Beetle, the other thing that I did this week was went to go watch that Gran Turismo movie. Mayo. How was that? I want to see that. Really was good. It cheesy? Was it? Uh, no. Was it cringy? Like they say. No. I thought it looked pretty good. I was like, hey, I want to go watch that. It was actually really good. I, I actually liked it all the way through. Um, I like intense movies. No, it's not intense. It was more inspirational, kind of. Because it's, you know, it's based on a true story, and it's about the guy who went from being like a video gamer to an actual like race car driver or whatever for Nissan. And yeah, he uh, he did it. He he did that, Mayo. He became a race car driver from being a gamer. What do you say, yeah. Mayo? Could you be a could you be an airline pl- pilot? Airbus three eighty, land it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you tell <laughs> the power, up. right? Like I, me, I I played it in Microsoft. Listen, bro. All you gotta do is let me hook up my Xbox Wait. controller to this fucking plane. <laughs> all right yeah I'm Bluetooth just, connection failed just just let me plug in my xbox controller all around this motherfucker real quick yeah god uh, jesus the tower what's your airspeed uh yeah. uh 350 ish mayo mayo is muted over there he's talking <laughs> to us but he's muted we don't hear you mayo we don't hear you mayo <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the uh oh there you are i heard something i don't know why my audio keeps cutting in now I don't know if the cord's yeah, you, bad or something, maybe. You were muted that whole the dog time. chewed it. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was muted, too, but it was muted. Well, I was going to say uh, is the pilot's going to have something come up, and then Jesus is just going to, like, oh, it's okay, I got this, guys. I got my Xbox controller. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll land this. the plane. It's all under control, people. I'll fucking land that motherfucker real quick. Xbox controller, we're good we're to doing go. A, we're doing a Sully Sullenberger uh Fucking water fucking landing over here. I'm landing anywhere. I'll land on a fucking highway if I have to, okay? We're, We're landing, landing in a cornfield in Ohio. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> We're landing this fucking plane, guys. All right? Yeah. I'll land that. Listen, if they could drive a submarine with a controller, I could fly a plane with a controller, okay? Same concept, Gunny. There you go. Yep. <laughs> okay? If they control a submarine with a controller, I could control a big airplane with one. Could do it. But yeah, that uh, that movie was actually really good, Mayo. I liked it, and uh, it was actually one of the better Sony uh, Studio, PlayStation Studio production things. Whatever the fuck they call that shit. They have, like, it's called something like PlayStation Studios or something like that that Sony made. Um, but they, uh, 
It was actually a pretty good movie. A lot of PlayStation logos everywhere. Just to know that. Fucking PlayStation logos everywhere. Like, the whole mm, movie. I'm sure. You see PlayStation everywhere. Like, the, the triangle symbols, the fucking PlayStation logo. That shit is everywhere. But uh, they do pretty cool transitions in between, like, the game and real life, and then back to the game, and then back to real life. And they kind of, like, gamify it sometimes a little bit. Like, when he's racing, it'll kind of, like... Do you like that, that do, first do you like that person game? view, almost, through the window? Kind of. On the hood? That. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So, it's actually really good, though. <laughs> it's really intense. Like, at uh, some of the races are really intense. Like, it really shows, like, how... How hard it would be to drive one of those fucking cars, right? Like, like, like you're going 300 miles an hour in a fucking car. Like that shit is not easy to control. And this fucking kid is out there driving this car around. But yeah, it's actually a really good movie. Really good movie. I recommend it, man. Recommend. Um, it actually made me want to play Gran Turismo. I was watching like, like man, I want to fucking play that game now. I want to play this mm-hmm. game now. And the yeah. mission accomplished from them, right? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> that was the whole point. It was the whole point. I bet you Gran Turismo sales will go up a little bit after this movie, right? Because it's just... I just can't believe they didn't have, like, a game that came out around it or, like, near it. You know, like... Yeah. Like, a Gran Turismo game that would come out right now next to this movie would have been huge. Buy the game, get a free movie ticket, yeah. Or something like that, right? Like, oh, if, if you watch the movie, you get, like, some fucking... Some Fandango points or whatever. No, like some fucking car skin or something. Like, oh, you get a special fucking whatever skin or car or, or whatever. Something cool like that, I guess they could have done. I'm sure they're going to add something. Mayo will tell us about it later. Like, you know, that they add to the latest Gran Turismo. Like, this was in the movie. Get the skin. I uninstalled it not too long ago. I'll have to reinstall it and see if they added anything to it. Made some room on the PlayStation because I think that game's like 130 or 140 gig. It's huge, yeah. That and Forza, yeah. yeah, they take up a ton of space. But uh, it was actually pretty cool because they were also talking about how the guy, because they talk about the guy who became the racer, but they also talk for like very briefly about the guy who created the video game. I forget his name, but they talk they talk about him and they talk about how like when he created Gran Turismo, he had a vision to like make not just a racing game like an arcade racer he wanted to make a simulation game so the movie i guess kind of proves right that like if you make a game good enough as a simulator it can be good enough to like actually train someone in real life on how to do something right like i'm talking about how i could land a plane with the xbox controller i probably could give me a fucking controller gunny i'll show you okay hook, hook me up to the plane <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, we're gonna be doing barrel you. rolls and everything. And <laughs> there's gonna be vomit on the ceiling. Yeah, we'll be fine. Hey, you made it safely. We only had one heart <laughs> attack, stroke, and one miscarriage. Oh my gosh! No, no big deal. We landed safely. Okay, it was fucking awesome. We'll be fine. Piss coming out of the mm. toilets. Ah, yeah, <laughs> we made it. Though. We made it. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's really cool. That was really cool to see that in this movie, like like how dedicated the the guy was to making an actual simulator game, not just a a fun racing game. He wanted to actually make like a a cool, like realistic and detailed and like super hyper realistic simulator, which is what he did. And then they achieved it and they got it. And um, yeah, 
Anyways, good movie. Great movie, guys. Go watch Gran Turismo. All the shit I talked about earlier, I, I take it all back. Take it all back. I know, like Twisted Metal, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good right. show. PlayStation keeps keeps uh, proving me wrong with their shows. I keep thinking they're going to be stupid, and <laughs> you turn out to be actually quite pretty decent and, and pretty good. You know, Twisted Metal proved me wrong. Uh, Gran Turismo proved me wrong. You know, they need to make a... Okay, guys. Oh, The Last of Us show was good, though. What other thing have they made? They made pretty much almost all of their huge series, right? They've done an Uncharted movie, which everyone maybe wanted. A, maybe a Days Gone. A Days mm. Gone would be cool. Maybe a little... Yeah, that's yeah. I don't, one they haven't done yet. It's too close to The Last of Us. I haven't got a war. They haven't done, right? Yes, and no, Mel. The problem with Days Gone is that it wasn't as popular as all these other ones. Like, in terms of Sony, that game was a failure. In terms of their eyes, that's why they never made a sequel. They were working on a sequel and they canceled it. Matter of fact, yeah, the studio gonna... that the studio that worked on that got disbanded or some shit. Yeah, the team. So yeah, the team did not the studio. The studio's still there. I think that was in Bend, Oregon, the one down in Bend. But uh, I mean, I could see a God of War, but I think God of War already got picked up by Amazon. And didn't uh, Ghost of Tsushima get picked up? Isn't there Ghost of Tsushima coming out? Oh, I don't know if that that's true. That'll be good. Dude, I want I, a Ghost of Tsushima, a Ghost of Tsushima HBO series. Because I think HBO could do it right. Maybe Apple TV can do it right too. But a Ghost of Tsushima one would be cool. I just I see all their big franchises getting cool shit and like Xbox over here with their stupid Halo TV show that was lame. What else has Xbox done that's been shitty? They did the Quantum Break thing, right? The quant didn't Quantum Break have a TV show or something tied to it? No, but it, that was part of the game. But no, wasn't it like a standalone thing too? Or was it just part of the game? I don't think it was. I mean, it was supposed to go along with the game. I don't think it was supposed to be separate. Oh. What about the... Uh, oh, they have a Gears of War one coming, don't they? Doesn't Netflix have that one? Where they're going to make a Gears of War series on Netflix? That'd be cool. I hope so. Yeah, I think they, I think they do have that. I think Netflix is the one that's doing that one. And I think Amazon got... Because Netflix got Gears of War. Amazon got God of War. So we'll see who does it better. I don't know. I think they about Minecraft. They do anything with that? Any movies, TV shows? Probably. Um, isn't it like a Minecraft cartoon or something? I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there, was a, surprised, there was a Telltale really. series style type. Yeah, I was. That's a Telltale. Yeah, that's game. a game. That's, yeah, that's on Netflix too, though. By the way, that Telltale game. Yeah, you can actually play that on your Netflix account. Uh, but there's. There was something else that I was going to bring up that, that just crossed my mind right now, and it just disappeared. Fuck. I don't remember. But yeah, I look forward to seeing what else Sony brings to the table in terms of their studios. I think a Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, like maybe a TV show, maybe a movie would be kind of cool, right? Um, I don't know what else they could do besides that. I guess besides that, they could start dipping into their other franchises and older stuff. What else? They have a bunch of old stuff that's kind of cool, I guess. They could go into and start making shit for. Ratchet and like Clank? A, like didn't, they do a, didn't they do a Ratchet and Clank movie already? Or a show or something? Yeah, they? no, they've done movies about that already. Yeah, they've done two movies, I think. Ratchet and Clank. They've well, done Jack the, and Daxter. That's PlayStation, right? Yep, they've done those two, I think. They need a sack boy. The Jack, Ratchet and Clank, or the Jack and Daxter was... Uh, one of the two, it was Ratchet and Clank or Jack and Daxter. It was just like the video game. Literally, if you watch the movie, it's the story of the video game. They do not deviate. It is like they just took the cutscenes 
from the game and put him into a movie. And like, it's the same fucking thing. Honest to God. Like, you're like, this is the same story. They don't have to yeah, deviate. Yeah, I think that was 2018 or 2019. Yeah. It's almost like, a, I think that's why maybe these studios like doing all these shows for Sony because Sony, a lot of their games, you don't have to deviate from this because the stories are so kind of, they're kind of really well done where you don't have to deviate from the story to make it good, right? Maybe Twisted Metal, you kind of have to make a story there because there's like, there's a story, but not really a whole lot of story. Yeah. Yeah. In really. the game. Yeah. But like The Last of Us, you literally don't have to do anything. You just follow the fucking game. Maybe do that one weird episode with the two dudes or whatever. But then that's it. Like everything else is the same, pretty much to the game. You know? Um, Uncharted, kind of the same shit. You kind of really have to deviate from the story much. You just kind of follow the same story. Dude meets the old guy. They do some heist. They do more heist. They do more heist. End of the story. And God of War, I guess... That one could be tricky because they could either go back to the old ones or like the reboot, which I'm thinking they're going to just go to the reboot and copy that and just do a story about that. You could literally make a movie about the first fucking reboot game from 2018 and yep. people would love it. People would love that shit about the fucking snake guy and the fucking dude goes on a quest with this with the boy, boy, get over here. Uh, okay, dad, boy. Listen to me. <laughs> well, yeah. There's some big guy yelling boy every so often and then fighting big giants and weird shit. And that's all you have to do. And then it'll be a cool show. So Yeah, it would be. Yeah. And Gears of War, the story is really good there too. So you could just copy the story. Just You could even start from the first Gears of War, right? And just copy the, make a series going like that. Like you a young Marcus growing yeah. up. Yeah. No, Join you don't even have to. You, you don't even. You could maybe do like a beginning episode like that and then just go straight into the one where he's in the prison cell and you don't know what's happening. And then the dude shows up, Dominic gets him out of the prison cell, and then you go on the fucking story from there. That's all you have to do is copy the fucking story and continue. So I'm looking forward to seeing what these video game adaptations to these movies are. And even like Mario's did, like all these video games, every company has shit coming out from their video game library into the movie sphere, right? Into the entertainment industry. Because Mario was a big hit for Nintendo. I think a Zelda movie is next. I could actually see a Zelda movie. That would be, yeah, that'd be awesome. They already have a that cartoon, right? That would be huge. Right? Uh, maybe. I mean, they've had um, them, but yeah. But like a Zelda, movie awesome. like a Zelda movie would be huge, dude. You know, like that would be massive for Nintendo. You know, or even make like a Mario Kart movie. Where you literally make a movie about Mario racing in Mario Kart, yeah, or a, or a series like an episode thing or whatever. Like, oh, every episode he's racing new characters from the Nintendo world to get to the championship or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's all you do. But yeah, that's all I've done, man. All I've done is play those games, chilled, watch Gran Turismo, waiting for Starfield. Still debating on where to buy it. I don't know. Fine, just pay the hundred bucks, buy it on Steam, day one, early purchase, early access. I don't know, man. What do I do, man? I don't know. Mm. What do we have, three days before the actual review and early access? I think it's Thursday. Reviews come out Thursday. The launch, the game launches Thursday night. We'll talk about that on the news. What have you yeah. guys been playing? Mayo? Gunny? I've been playing... Uh... The game I've been playing the most this week, Jesus, is like a little uh, Game Pass game of all things. I've been playing a game called RoboQuest. Oh, man. And uh, just, I ran across this last week before the show. Like, 
an article talking about the game. I was getting ready to go full release, and it's still in still in uh, early release, you know, mode. But uh, it's basically a roguelike, but it's a first person shooter. So you just play the role of a robot uh, that protects this little girl, and you go through as a first person shooter, and you're just going through and you're collecting these uh, wrenches for upgrades. And so you make a run, and you go in there as you go as far as you can, and then when you eventually collect so many wrenches or whatever you go as far as you possibly can enemies everywhere you'll eventually die and then you'll respawn back at the camp and you go to this little table and you can take the wrenches that you earn and apply them toward points for permanent upgrades for your robot so then you get like a little bit better weapon options and stuff like that because you find these little benders between like different zones and you'll get better better weapons and you get like i now have the options like i can pick between like four different guns now when i go into a new zone or or the guns, what like twenty five percent of the guns now will have like a bonus stat. So they'll do like a burning damage or like a, a you know, a electric damage or something like that is on top of the normal damage. And some of the guns will have an alternate fire as well, so you can increase the odds of that happening. And you just keep making these runs, and it it's very uh, very twitch like. It's almost like a Doom kind of game with Overwatch graphics. So you go into a room there, and there'd be a bunch of enemies, and they're all shooting at you, and it's just chaos there's like this shooting shit from all directions they're moving around quite a bit and your character move can move around really fast as well so you're moving around just shooting 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 trying to dodge bullets and uh if you if you take damage when you kill another enemy they'll drop little health orbs but they disappear pretty quick so you have to like run and grab them but if you run and grab them you may get shot as you're you know you're going to get to get them depending where that person died at or that enemy died at so it's like you gotta decide if you want to go in and risk getting getting those health or not you know, because sometimes you lose more health and you'll gain by picking them up. So you got to like be careful how you do it. But there's like all these different weapons. There's like uh, you have your typical sh- like shotguns and ARs and and submachine guns and LMGs and stuff like that. But they also have like uh, like knives you can throw. There's like these power gloves. There's a flamethrower. And they all have different stats and they all do better. You know, there's different kinds of cannons that are kind of weird. They'll have ones that will just lob like mortars. And they have ones that are like it's like a cannon, but it's like a beam. And it'll do like tons of damage. Some of them will do burn damage and stuff like that. It just get really good music, and it just it just keeps going and going. And you notice it's like your typical roguelike. Is know, it like that? What's that game? Gunfire Reborn. Uh, I've never played that one. No, I think I think that came to Game Pass as well. Hmm. Remember we were talking? I did play that. I think you did. I thought you did say you played it, but I don't think I did. Um, but yeah, it's very it's first person. It like I said, it looks like Overwatch is what it reminds me of, and in, in the in the graphics and the art style of it, but it plays like Doom in the aspect of the, how the gun play feels and how how fast and twitch based it is. Like I'm locked at a, like a steady 200 frames, and it just never deviates from that. And that's like running on ultra, and that's I think that's what's capped at. Like the game won't let you go any higher. Um, like I try to maximize. Like I have like got this 280 hertz monitor over here, and so I just try to set it to high as I go, but it, it caps it at 200 for some reason. It still has plenty of frames. The game looks nice and clean and crisp, and it's been entertaining. Like, there's different pathways you can take, too. So you, you get to, like, this, once you kind of clear the first area, you get two different doors you can choose, and you, you pick which way you want to go. And um, I'm assuming there's new items in each area. There's a key in one of them. I haven't found it to get to the third, the third area off of that, but I have not found the key to get behind that door yet. So I'm just kind of waiting to see that. Then there's actually uh, like four other classes you can unlock. There's like a scout class, like a ranger class. There's like this one class that does like 
Um, he's kind of like a brute, you know, like he, he does a bunch of fire damage, but his abilities are as long as you keep killing enemies, it has like a, a counter that stacks and you get like two points for every enemy you kill and you build that up and the higher it gets, the more damage you do. But over time, it also runs down. So like every second you go without killing something that you lose one of those points in that. So like you lose your damage. So like you keep, the more damage you do in a row and keep on it, you know, like keep moving, kind of keep shooting things, you'll get higher damage out of that character. Just like keep it's, chaining it. Yeah. Yeah. You just trying to try and keep moving and chaining it as much as possible. And then there's like a speed bonus. If you get through the levels like really quick, you can get some more wrenches. Like these wrenches are kind of what your upgrades are. So you can like go through it like really, really fast, or you can kind of go through it like cautiously and then just go through and try to not take any damage. And after you clear a couple areas, you end up like against a boss and that boss is random. So you don't know which boss you're going to fight. So you go in the room and it'll tell you, uh, so far I've seen like four different ones. Um, some are a little harder than others. Um, there's one that I haven't killed yet. He's kind of a pain, but, uh, there's the other three I've had no real problem with, but it seems like after you kill that boss, it just opens up to this next area. And I've gotten to that one a couple of times and I usually die in that one. Um, you know, you start off your health kind of is like level one kind of thing and you get XP as you work your way through. So you can become level two or level three and you get a little more health. You do a little more damage with your guns. Your guns also level as you go through the game. So, and this is only on each individual run. So like it, it doesn't, when you die, it's, it, that kind of resets. But you can pick up like a level three gun or a level four gun and it'll have more bonus stats on it and stuff like that. Say so it may give you a better reload speed or or stuff like that too on top of that. Or it may give you an alternate fire or it may have like burn damage where people will they'll, they'll start burning when you shoot them or, or bonus crit damage. If you hit them in a weak spot, there's like a little red spot, usually like the eye of the robots that you're attacking. There's like, um, you get some more crit damage on it and you can, you can like instantly kill them in one shot. I just, the best thing I found to do on the game is so far is using like a sniper rifle for me and kind of keeping back. And just picking them off little by little, kind of, you know, peek behind a wall, kill one, repeat, kill the other one. But it just, sometimes you get in these rooms, you have like a timer. You have, you have to kill so many enemies and you're kind of like locked in the room and there's just enemies absolutely everywhere. And you, you always take damage. Like you just constantly shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of uh, in Doom where you had the totems. There were enemies that just keep spawning and spawning and spawning until you kill that totem. These would do that. It just just keeps spawning, but some of the, some of the levels have like a, a thing that generates a force shield on all the enemies. So you have to like destroy that first before you can even attack any of the enemies. So you have to like run through a whole gauntlet of enemies to get to the thing that's generating the force field. Then you destroy that, then you can you know take on the enemies. So sometimes you just take damage doing it no matter what. But it's it's fun. It's got really good music and it's it's just a clean small game. The graphics are really good. It's simple. The gameplay you know can get a little repetitive, but I, I've been enjoying it. Like this, I'm not sure how far the game goes. You know, I, I think it says you can beat it in like six hours, and like I think it says if you beat it with like all the classes, it's like 26 hours in Game Pass or something like that. But it, but it's still in in early an early state. So I was just gonna click on it here and uh, see what Game Pass said. But I'm not sure how to bring it up anymore without launching the game. But it's, but it's been pretty good. Yeah. Besides. Besides that, I actually played a little bit of uh, God of War the other day. Not not real far. This the God of War Ragnarok. Um, kind of, I fought, fought uh, Thor for the first time. 
when you run across him. So this is all beginning of the game stuff, you know. And then why why you fight him? Like Odin comes after you beat him, or he, he you don't beat him. Like he he pretty much kicks your ass, and you end up like doing this little fight, and then you end up back at your house, and then Odin just comes to your door, you know, and you're like having this conversation with him, and then Thor comes in and sits down, and you're like all sitting down at the table, and then they leave, and that then you go and you do the thing with your son. He wants to show you this thing about this, you know, was it like the the God of War of their their area. I can't think of what they, the the guy's name is. Oh, trying to find oh, yeah, out, yeah. yeah. Find out some information on I that. And I, I was going through that, and you run across the dwarves, and they give you like a path to them and stuff like that. So that's pretty much where I stopped it. But uh, the only other thing I think I've been playing. I mean, that's pretty much just pretty much it. I think it's just mostly just RoboQuest. Yeah, I did check out. Uh, just very brief was that uh, Need for Speed Unbound. I I really didn't like it. Like I. Just didn't like the way the controls were early on, and I just kind of I don't know if I talked about it. I probably played it for I don't know, maybe an hour myself, like on the trial. It just reminded me of the last one. That's what I want to say. Like, like, all right, reminded me of the last game. Not much different. Didn't seem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed like it was okay. It just it didn't it didn't really grab me though. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to keep playing it. And it was on Game Pass, so I just went ahead and just checked it out. Yeah. And then I have not, have not, Jesus, I have not gotten back into Remnant 2 yet. I keep telling myself I should, but I have not gone back into that one yet. I need to get back in there because I haven't gotten far enough into that one for it to make me want to keep playing. I feel like I do want to play it, though. I just haven't gotten time to really jump into it. It's fun. I need to go back to it, too. Yeah, I was playing it today. I did re-roll the campaign, Jesus. You know, I got that last boss to finish on baby mode, Yeah. but I re-rolled the campaign and upped the difficulty. Nice. So, so, so I'm still in en, en route, right? like that first map or whatever, but I get to explore new areas this time. So it's all a mystery to me as to where I'm going. Nice. Hopefully pick it up better gear along the way. Well, I also played on Game Pass. You just reminded me when you spoke of Game Pass. I played that uh, Air Kingdoms. Or oh, Air... yeah. Like I mentioned that to you last week. You should check that out. Air. Uh, yeah, I brought it up. I installed Kingdom? it. Airborne Kingdom. Airborne yeah. Kingdom. <laughs> That game's actually pretty fun. So it's pretty much a game where you uh you start off and you're in the air and you have like this flying ship and then uh you can expand the ship and build housing and like a little a little like hangar. So as you're flying around the map, you collect resources such as wood, water, food, and uh coal to uh the coal is to power the ship to keep it in the air. And if you run out of coal, the ship crashes and everyone dies. And the goal is to, like, restore the kingdom and, like, the power of the kingdom or whatever. So, like, you're supposed to go around the map randomly and do the quests that the people ask you to do for them. Such as, go find these guys in this ruins or whatever. I haven't encountered any combat. The only thing that the game really is just a chill game. The difficulty comes in where you're expanding your ship. So, like, say you're building it to the left, to the right forward backs and you're expanding out more and more right building platforms and like building houses and whatever warehouses storage farms etc for food the 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 weight of the ship can only carry so much weight in terms of lift so you have to start building like more like uh turbines to keep the thing flying in the air and then like the difficulty comes in when the game uh, the ship starts to like get too much weight in a certain direction. It'll start tilting too much, and it'll be like off kilter, right? Like the game, the, the flying is not even. 
So it slows you down when you're flying around, but it also makes the people on the ship angry. Like it, it displaces <laughs> them or whatever. They don't like being sideways. I guess they don't like flying around. The ship Jesus with funny. his controller, you know, on the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't worry guys. I got a controller. I can fly this. No worries. I'm Hope a trained professional. I'm a trained, I'm a trained professional. I He's know a pilot I'm now. Got a controller. Yeah, I got a controller. I'm a pilot now. I'm a trained professional. We don't land, so don't worry. As long as we got coal, nobody's going to die. We're cool. But uh, yeah, so that displeases people. The problem with that is the once if people are mad for too long, mail, they start leaving your ship. So like they start abandoning your ship. They're like, how do oh, they start leaving? Like, they just like start jumping off, parachuting off. Oh, uh, like like I don't know. I'm assuming they fly <laughs> off. They probably don't have too many options because. Yeah, they just leave the ship. It'll say, like, these three people have left your ship. And it's like, okay, well, fuck. The problem with that is that now you have less workers, and everything needs a worker. So, like, your your warehouses, they need at least one worker. Your your turbines that are keeping the, the air, the, the ship flying, they need at least one worker. Your oars, the ones that, like, kind of, like, increase the speed of the ship, they need a worker. And, like... The people that go and scavenge the resources for you, right? Like the people that get the wood and the coal and stuff, they have to be free workers, you know? So you have to have workers to send out to gather stuff. And if you don't have enough, well, then you start running out of resources really fast and not enough gatherers. So the whole point of the game is to keep the ship flying and keep it as even as you can. So, like, you have to keep it leveled as much as you can. And you do that by destroying stuff. It's like, say you've built too much in the front. Okay, so you can either destroy some stuff in the front, or try to like pick it up and re and move it towards the back, uh, etc. But they also make it a little bit more difficult because like people don't like their houses being next to like the airplane hangar. They don't like their houses being next to the smelter or the coal factory or whatever that's on your ship. They don't like so like you have to build the houses away from these areas because the people will be unhappy if you build the houses next to these things so it's like a it's a balancing act right you have to kind of balance the game and figure out like okay maybe if i add a turbine to this part of the ship it'll tilt it back to where now the ship is level because now the turbine is providing lift on this side and now the, the ship is more level and uh it's it's kind of a cool game it really reminded me of the book that i read called hell divers yes that's what you're, where yeah, it's about hell divers where it's about these people that live on a ship, right? That's in the air and they've lived it's more there of a forever. hot air balloon, right? But a gigantic one. Kind of. So they live like in a giant Zeppelin type thing, right? Yeah. Where like there's like thousands of people live there. And the world's been nuked, male. And the nuclear so like winter these, down there. Yeah, so people live on this ship forever, right? Since the nuclear war started. They just lived on these ships forever. And there's two of them. The, well, yeah, the in the in the books there's multiple ones, but this is one of the last ones that's still in the air. And there are these people called the Hell Dive the Hell Divers, and the story's about one of the Hell Divers. And the, the Hell Divers, their job is they go down to hell, so Earth, and they collect resources like metal, food, etc., scrap, whatever, to take back up to the ship, right? Like battery cores. Etc. Like they'll fly over like the the like military bases and headquarters of the company that built the ships, and they'll try to get like more parts to repair the ship and stuff like that. So they're called the Hell Divers because they dive through like the clouds and thunderstorms and shit, 
to get down and they fight these creatures on the ground to like get these items and go and then they shoot back up. How the fuck did they get back to the ship? Uh, yeah, balloon, balloons. They use balloons. They, to oh get yeah, up. they get balloons. They, like, I've read they like, like four the, or five of the books already. Yeah, I, they have me, like I didn't a, read them. I heard them on Audible. Yeah, they I have a balloon. To them. Like so, like they get dropped off in one location, and then the ship drops off like the balloon extraction things in another location. So they they get dropped so, off for me to get the items, and then they they have to run with the items to extract. And that's kind of what this game reminded me of, but in a more like a medieval time, because it's like hot air balloons you're sending down there to collect the items. And like when you get to a kingdom, some of the quests would be like, oh, like our, our king or whatever said that he wants the water to flow again, but the whatever, the water pump or whatever in this fucking area is broken. You need to go fix it. So then you go fly over there and then. It'll say, to fix this, you need this many resources, like this much wood, this many free workers, this much metal, this much glass, and then you have to send them down there for multiple hours. So, like, you have to send 10 workers with this much items, and they'll they'll repair it in 10 hours in game time, but your ship can't fly away during that time. You have to stay in the area while they're doing that, right? So, you have to fly around in circles or stay in that one little area or just keep in place. Till they finish rebuilding or fixing or whatever the, the quest is that they have to do, and uh, this game is kind of cool, man. It, it really is. It's kind of fucking cool, man. And I, I, I'm kind of excited to see what they do with the sequel because there is a sequel coming. It's called Airborne King Empires, Airborne Empires, and uh, I'm assuming it's going to be way more in depth and probably like include battling and other type of shit, right? like combat, ship combat, or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, the game is actually a lot of fun, man. It really is. Nice. And it's, it's like, it's kind of, it's a strategy game, but it's a relaxing strategy game. It's almost like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's really relaxing, dude. You're just chilling. You're watching a little plane balloon sky city fly around. And then you have to like, you can open up the map and there's a fog of war, right? There's a huge map and there's a fog of war. And you can kind of see the areas that you already flown over, but then you can might you might see like there's a point of interest over here. There's a point of interest over here. Like maybe you want to fly in that direction, and maybe you'll find another kingdom or another little village where you can recruit people, etc. Um, pretty cool little game, actually. I kind of I, I recommend it. I don't even know how much is this game like on Steam. I would buy it on Steam. Um, on the Xbox, on Game Pass, it says it's uh, $24.99 on sale for $19.99 right now. On Steam, it's $13 right now. It's actually on sale. And the reviews on Steam are actually overwhelmingly positive. It's a good game. Yeah, it sounds fun. It sounds like something I want to play. It's fun, Gunny. It's like a manage. It's more like I, I haven't run into any combat. There might be combat later on. I have no clue, but it seems to be more like a... a resource management kind of keep everything running kind of like frostpunk right we're like yeah i was gonna say isn't it kind of like frostpunk there's yeah. no and i've got something in my steam combat. library i don't i don't currently have it installed i haven't played it the last six months but yeah it's just chilling man it's a chill game there's no like it's like frostpunk but there's no crazy decisions there's no like killing people or like oh like nothing like that it's just you're not like a, the ruler yeah I it's it. just That's a cool. show good. Yeah. Anyways, what have you been playing, Gunny? Mm. Yeah, going back to Baldur's Gate 3, um, I was playing that today, and 
I don't know if it was a glitch or not, Jesus, but I'm in that druids camp and I went to uh, like a little side quest where it's like, oh, investigate. I don't know, the water or something like that. So and then there's like this little boy down there and you could and he's, you can hear this music, investigate the music. And but so when I get down there, whatever, like all these like I want to call them harpies, right, which are like the birds, but they're bird people. And man, they're freaking powerful. But anyway, like I had my character uh, like up pretty close to one of them and there's like a ledge. And I think I missed a couple turns because even like my main character, like she would jump up onto the ledge and then jump back down. Like it would just repeat that. Like, and that went through like two different turns where I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like, did I totally miss my turn for her? Because the game's like making her jump up and down on this ledge, which was odd. So yeah, Uh, I think that's like probably like the real first bug that I've really encountered, I think. But, but back to the game itself, like, uh, Man, I've already tried that that area twice and I've already leveled up, Jesus. This is like I leveled up to level I think every, all my characters are level 3. So, I've got 3 characters with me and I think I left the fourth one behind. And that would even include like the Grinch lady. Mm-hmm. Uh so I just said, "Yeah, go back to camp, whatever. We got this taken care of and we'll get back to you another day." Cuz I just wanted to finish up on that uh the Druids camp, which I know I'm going to be there for a while. So I guess still got to talk to some more people, but man, just like that little side quest, like I don't think I can currently finish it. Cause I just, I'm just dead pretty quick because those harpies like, fuck, they can like come in hit you and then they'll just fly away and jump up on a ledge. Now everybody's got a crossbow, but it's like, man, I want to have the freaking option, you know, for some melee combat if I need it. Cause that's going to be more hit points. But, uh, yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. Just using all the different, you know, trying out all the different spells, which works better. Um, you know, I do have the healer. I forgot her name, but yeah. And a lot of those dialogue choices, you know, in the game, but, but going back to that, Jesus with that guy in the Druids camp where it's like, oh, Hey, I can, I can tell him my main character, you know, and I remember what you said on the last week's show. He's like, yeah, I can, I can heal you. And I think I hesitated Jesus. And I think what he did was he had this, like a, like a thorn branch in his hand and he poisoned me. (laughs) <laughs> and I and I said, give me the damn antidote right now. Give me the antidote or I'll kill you. I think that's what it finally came down to, because I was successful on all my dice rolls on that. No, I failed twice on the dice rolls. Take that back. And then I'm like, oh, shit. So what the hell? Am I going to die? What's up? So I think on the third dice roll, which is kind of nice about this game, right? It's not like dice roll, you die, right? If you're poisoned, like it gave me more dialogue, more options. And then it was like. He's like, fine, take take the poison and the antidote. But, you know, now you need to go you need to go find this guy and, you know, help this person out for, you know, whatever the next quest might have been. So, yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, came here for one thing, you know, to get this tadpole out of my brain. But fuck, that didn't work out. So that was always a scary ass moment. And yeah, so good, though. Just exploring everything in each room. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, look forward to look forward to playing a little ton more of this game so but uh yeah but over so i did buy armor core 6 guys rubicon armor core 6 rubicon over on the xbox i thought you know it looks fun looks like a great action game and i love action games you know from software they make they make dark souls and uh, elden ring and stuff like that right but it shouldn't be too hardcore or anything the reviews look good like yeah you should play it and it's good and it's fun and it's got guns and missiles and fuck yeah you know so I get in the game, guys. 
and I, I first day I picked it up and I'm like, all right, you go in, you fight some smaller enemies and it's a pretty large area. And it's like, all right, cool, cool. And then you get to like, I mean, we're talking like 10 minutes into the game. You get to this Apache helicopter fucking boss fight that comes in. And of course he wrecks me or whatever. I'm like, huh, tried it again. Sorry, right. He's throwing down again. We're talking like a fucking epic boss here. I mean, that's my opinion, right? And there is no difficulty scaler on this game, right? It's a, it's a from software game. Keep that in mind. And it's like, I get wrecked. And then I, I left for, I think a couple days. And then this today I'm like, Oh, let me just get in there. I'll watch some videos on how to do it. Oh, well, you're supposed to melee the enemy as well. So you can't just like shoot it with your weapons and your missiles. I'm like, all right, cool. So, but none of that shit happened the way it shows on the videos, Mayo. Of course not. No, fuck no. And then, you know, and of course it's got like, I think, uh, what do you call it? Where you, it's like more of a, you know, where it automatically tracks the enemy. You know, if I like, like you think we lock on them or what? Yeah. Like a lock on. Right. And I think it's like right bumper on the Xbox controller. will like, it will be like a hard lock or, or a lighter lock or something like that. But I think you can change it like in the menu options or what, whatever, because what happens is like, let's say you're locked on, but you need to evade. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to left click on the stick to kind of evade the guy or whatever to kind of get further away. Well, what ends up happening is I feel like I'm a pinball in a, in a pinball machine with a first person. You know, it's like like he's just going in every direction. Like I'm going to I'm going to get seasick here, you know, where I'm like, holy f- what the fuck, man? Like every time it would happen, you know, and then I kind of just lose track of like where where the enemy is. I'm like, all right, well, I know I need to get up there like the video was telling me you know, between shooting it and fucking and missiles or whatever, you got to get up close to it. So, of course, that's going to take, uh, you know, you've got a cooldown right on your uh, on your boosters. Well, of course, every time I would even try and go up there, it's like, well, I'm, now I'm going to move left because that's where I'm going. And then I run out of boosters. So I'd only manage them to hit them like every other time with my like it's it's more of just like a whatever, a melee, right? Which apparently does a done in damage because that's what the game wants you to do. Um, which I didn't, I'm looking at the boss's meter. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's like, I can only get it halfway down. But even after like, I swear, Mayo, probably 25 times, I'm ready to throw the controller out the fucking door. You know, <laughs> I'm like, fuck this game. This is stupid. I, I immediately just went in and, uh, to Microsoft.com. I'm like, give me my damn money back. Refund this shit. Game is garbage. I was what pissed. What is Microsoft's refund policy? Is it like I don't Steam know. I barely like two hours or something like no, that. No, I or? think it's like thirty days or something like that. I think you've oh, got really? thirty days. But I think the last time I did it was probably several years ago. It's been that long. So, but I noticed like uh, what was in there? Uh, some recent purchases that I made, like within the last like I feel like I yeah like maybe earlier this month, beginning of the month. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't want to fucking refund those. Those are good games, you know. So just the one piece of shit game. Get rid of it. I don't want it. This is stupid. Oh, yeah, I got my refund back real quick. No, fuck no. If you're going to come at me 10 minutes into the game, be like epic boss time, you know, because it is a from software game. I get it. I understand it. I played Elden Ring. Love that epic game. Epic boss time, bro. Bro, this thing was like an Apache <laughs> fucking helicopter, Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down watching missiles the YouTube constantly. video right now. It looks like a little bit of a fight. Yeah. Armored, Armored Core, Core 6. 6. You can YouTube the first boss fight. Yeah, and then I was like, let me do that. And I get it, Mayo, if you watch the video. Okay, so for example, they have like, there are like Bro, structures. Oh, you're in a like, mech. Yeah, so you're like, you can hide behind a structure 
especially when he throws the heavy missiles at you. And like you can even hear it, right? There's an, even an audio cue of when he'll release them. And so then I, I couldn't quite like maybe get directly behind like the, the biggest structure. Well, of course, what are his missiles, Mayo? If yours are guided missiles, what do you think his are? Guided missiles, right? So, of course, mm. I couldn't fucking evade every single one of them, right? They're still doing a little damage to my peon little fucking, fucking mech, right? Which is, you know, like you're at the beginning of the game. So I'm like, fuck the, f this is bullshit. So, yeah, I don't know. I tried all different strategies. Like, maybe I'll just stay around uh, the, the taller structure, right? So that, you know, he can't get over it or something. But eventually, like he's, of course, he's going to come flying over you. And maybe one of those guided missiles is going to get you. He's hard to track. You can't just like get behind. And then it's like, where is he? You know, where did he go? Like, did he go behind me already? And then before you know it, well, yeah, he's behind you or to your left. And it'll show like which way the gunfire is coming from. And yeah, any little damage, man, like you only get like three heals and that's it. Yeah, I figured after 25 times, I thought about it, man, like. Even if I get this thing on the 40th try, I don't want to play this fucking game if it's going to be that difficult to me. Mm. So take your money back till you, till you can get me baby mode and put it on Game Pass or deep discount or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like this would be game. This game would be discounted here in a couple months. I don't think so. We were talking about it earlier or when I got the game, what, Saturday? Yeah. It's a from software game. I don't think they discount their games quickly. I'm pretty sure like Bandai Namco, they don't they don't do that unless it's like a flop or something, you know, which I can't think of any any flops that Bandai or from software has made recently, you know, where they do deep discounts, especially on a triple A game. Um, but yeah. There, oh, and there's no enhancements, by the way. But I knew that going in, there's no enhancements for any new console. So I found that interesting, too. But I'm sure you know what that tells me, Mayo, they're going to do something later on. I'll bet you they're going to just say, oh, it's, you know, it's a free upgrade or whatever for X and S and PS5. Um, I would hope, I would think that they would do that, even though you you paid last gen price. But yeah, I think they would just do it eventually. Probably just time. They just got it out the door. And mm -hmm. I'm going to assume it's a completed game, right? Because I mean, from reviews that it's pretty solid. So, but too hard for me. I cry like a baby. I can't handle it. So give me my money back. I'll I'll go buy something else. <laughs> so yeah not not gonna do it um but yeah and the difference for anybody out there is thinking well you played the elden ring yeah but elden ring you can kill mayo you can go kill little sheep for several hours right right until you get good so you get good right you got to kill thousands of sheep and little peon fucking soldiers right that's what you do until you get enough souls to upgrade your shit and buy better shit um yeah that's what you do Right up your stats, man. But in this game, you can't go any further. That's it. Like you, you know, you get epic boss at the beginning. And yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to stand for that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck it. Ah, can't handle it. Um. So, yeah, what do I buy next, Mayo? What do I buy next? There was something else I wanted to buy, but I forgot. So I should get a $10 credit and that'll be good for another AAA game on the uh, con Xbox. Um. Till then. Yeah. Uh, Remnant 2. I, you know, I. I still love that game. I think it's great. I re-rolled the campaign today. I never did finish that one mission, but it doesn't matter, right? Like you could still go back into it, you know, re-roll it until you find it again, go through the whole thing. And, uh, you know, but you're always going to stay at that level that you're, that you're currently at. So I think I'm level eight now, which is not 
not amazing. I don't have the best armor weapons and stuff. But once you reroll a campaign or go like Jesus said, go into a uh, what the hell is it called? Like a adventure mode, you know, when you're looking for specific weapons or, you know, rings and other wares that you can purchase, like once you know where they're at. So, you know, the goal and you're what you're going for. So I did up the difficulty, guys. I dip, went up to medium, right, which is veteran, I think. And yeah, we're going to see how that goes. I could, I could probably have to drop it down to baby mode or something, which would probably uh, that would probably cause me to reroll the campaign again if I cry too much. So but hey, you know what, Mayo? The option, it's there. It's there for me. I can do it. So I would never refund this game. So you give me you give me more options. It's it's going to be uh, that's that's where that replayability is going to come in for me. Right. So, yeah, I probably need a I probably need a better gun. I've been using the same uh, LMG forever. I just keep upgrading it, which upgrade is just upgrade. That's all it is. So it probably just like does more damage. That's all it does. And then I got my little uh, alien uh, shooter. That's what I call it. So it reminds me of, uh, you know, something from a 1950s fucking movie or something with just alien pistol shoots out little uh, alien blots, little laser blots. But uh, yeah, still still having lots of fun with it, exploring new areas. That's my goal, right? Especially this week, I want to go in more and just uh, check out more shit. I like to do that, Mayo. So I'll go in, find as m- much stuff as I possibly can on my own. And then it's like, okay, well, let's see what YouTube says. Like if I missed anything or mm-hmm. there's some area like, oh, you know, you missed a fucking uh, really cool gun over here. Or, oh, there's a, like a new uh, class you could have picked up by picking up this uh, helmet that's over here in this corner. You didn't see it. And yeah, that's what I like doing first. Explore first, and then I'll then I'll YouTube it later. See we can um, naturally find, and then go from there. Yep, that's exactly that's what I'll do. So I like doing that first rather than going to YouTube. Like then it then it makes me feel like it's a task, right? Like oh, I got to do specific things and go to specific places. But um, and then I don't know. Sometimes you know there are some areas I like to grind, you know, for more scrap, for better stuff, more loot. So yeah, better provisions. I don't know their provisions, but more like bandages and other buffs that you, temporary buffs that you can do during combat, um, which I always forget to do. So I always forget to do that. Like, especially if you know, like, Oh, there's going to be like 15 enemies that spawn in this area with a, with a fucking laser sentinel or something. So that's probably, probably something I should probably, do. but here's the thing man. it is like, uh, it does have that Elden ring thing where it's like, okay, do you really want to use that buff or whatever? Cause once you use it, like, and you die, like, you don't get it back again, right? You'd have to go purchase another fucking uh, buff, right? So you got to be careful with those things because they do they do cost money. Um, see, what the hell else did I play besides those two games here? Um, oh, more Project Zomboid, of course. I did die, Mayo. I think I died Saturday. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. I would I went to a door, Mayo. I'm like, ha, ah, they, were, they were at the quickie mark. There was like probably 15 of them. and I think I, so I survived, like, I think I killed 570 zombies. It was a good run. Wasn't the longest I've ever had. I've had well over 2000. And yeah, I just kept, you ever see a quickie mart mail when you know you got two doors, one on the left, one on the right. Right. I open one and then I run away. So I'm like, oh, you know, they all came streaming out and I try and take them one by one using my uh, spike baseball bat or whatever. I was using a machete or some shit. And I'm like, cool, cool. So let me go do the other one. And I think what happened was, you know, if you look at the game, right, kind of isometrical old school style type game where it's like not only did I open it, but then I fell through it 
because what that happens when you're near a lot of zombies, you're going to fall down on the ground. You're going to fall like on your knees, you know, your hands and knees. It's like, oh, fuck. But by the time I like stood up and they all just started like taking, uh, you know, bites from me or whatever, like I was a smorgasbord or some shit. And I was like, well, fuck, you can't move. That was it. You know, I was that was done for. So that was my character. So I was sad. So, all right, let me just create another one. So, yeah, I always have fun with that game. Just explore, explore new areas with the uh, the modded map I'm in now. I uh, so what I did was with this one. I remember I didn't change any modifiers with like the zombie population. Oh my gosh, there were just thousands of them. And but this time I put the dip, the uh, the zombie pop at a lower level, so at least it's more manageable. I feel like I got that right, but I think I need to go in and probably lower my XP because I think. Everything's kind of leveling up a little too fast. Um, so I'm just kind of playing with that sandbox, that that mode. Um, so, yeah, I just need to I'll probably my next run. I'll probably just won't touch it at all. And I think I'll be good. So I think I'll, I'll probably have a pretty good run if I don't do anything stupid like I did Saturday. So, yeah, Raven's Creek. I think that's the map I'm in, um, which you're always going to get all the regular maps. But Raven's Creek is the, the modded map that I'm using. And I always just, you know, with it, with that game, it's more of my fun game at where I just say, yeah, like spawn chances for like all your guns and ammo fucking 100 percent. You know, right. um, I don't always choose like vehicles to always have keys in them or no, they don't. There is no option for that, but it's more of a chance. Right. There's rolls and then there's chances. Um, sometimes I'll set them to 50 because they're usually like all defaulted at like 10 percent or extremely rare, you know, or I'm like, OK. I'm I'm gunny. I need baby mode. So can we go from extremely rare to kind of most likely, you know, there's that option, right? In, especially in the sandbox mode. So, yep. More than likely. That's what I usually choose. Or I'll do 90% r- rather than like the, the default 10. So I don't have a lot of, I don't have, a, you know, many hours to play Mayo. So I don't want to be in there for fucking 30 hours and find a, my first car with keys in it that has gasoline and the engine's not good or something. But I don't always need a car, right? Especially with this map where I'm at Ravens Creek. Um, there's a lot of junk cars. So you're really just like killing as many zombies as you can and collecting all your resources. Make sure you got bandages and antibiotics and all the shit you're just going to need for, you know, getting bites and scratches. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe and uh, you know, eventually mail. I always like to get to that point where it's like, all right, this is my stronghold, right? This is kind of my my hideout. Could be an apartment, could be a house. It doesn't matter where it's at. And not that I'm going to grow vegetables or anything at it because I found that boring where it's like, all right, well, zombies don't really come here that much, you know, if you're out in the countryside. So, yeah, just give me an apartment as long as it's got like a, you know, toilet sink, lights on. I'm good, man. That's going to be the place where I'm going to sleep and, you know, make sure make sure I'm healthy, you know, with all my food items and shit like that. So you can tell I play a lot of that game, don't you? <laughs> I freaking love this game. Um, but uh yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much all I play, guys. Just that. Oh, pinball effects. Uh, Ryan bought some new pinball tables. Always got. He's always got to have them all. Um, the uh, new Star Trek table. I did see that that came out. So that's Star Trek: The Next Generation. Captain Picard, and it's a cool table. It. Uh, I like how it's got like these. T- the only thing I would say, like, it's got these two turrets on the left and the right. Not where the bumpers are or anything, but more where like you know the right fucking uh where the ball sinks down on the right left and right um where it's hard to tell like if i need to nudge the table 
where where that ball's going to land at. So, um, yeah, because if it, it gets too far to the right, right, it's going to it's going to drain right where it's like it's hard to tell with the turret in the way I feel. So maybe make those turrets a little bit smaller, I would say. And basically, the turrets are like when you first start a game, like it's either going to go to the left or right turret and then you can shoot the ball uh, to whatever, wherever you're, you want that ball to go. So even if it's like to the far right, like which, you know, nobody would actually do that. But um, yeah, but that table's fun. It's good. And Godzilla, there's like three tables uh, and I think they're all pretty good. I think the like the third one that's like on the list was probably my least likely favorite. Um, yeah, I don't think it looked that great and didn't play super well. So but the first two are really good. Um, yeah, I think the third one was like, even though like I got a pretty decent score on it, but more like it was more like Godzilla with like some sci fi stuff in it. I don't know. It was weird. Weird table. And uh, oh, the last one was uh, that World War Z table. That's a lot of fun, Jesus. It, it's got it's actually from the video game. So it's got all the characters in it. And I think that one like looks visually the best and the one I played the most of so far. So, yeah, where was the good pinball FX table over on Xbox? But yeah, play them everywhere, man. Get them on the PS5 over on PC and Switch. I'm sure it's got pinball effects. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, let's see. Is that it, guys? Yeah, that's all I played. Maybe some other Game Pass crap, but nothing, nothing that great. All right. Nice. I'm done. I'm done. What time is it, Jesus? All right. Well, it's news time. News, gentlemen. News time. Fucking news. Baldur's Gate 3 news, mail. Big news here. Really big news. So, Swev Vinker, the founder and CEO of Valerian Studios, the makers of Baldur's Gate 3 have announced on Twitter that a solution has been found and that would allow the game to be released later this year on the Xbox Series X and Series S. So, he tweeted that, Super happy to confirm that after meeting with Phil Spencer yesterday, they found we found a solution that allows us to bring Baldur's Gate 3 to Xbox players, Xbox players this year still. All improvements will be present, including split-screen co-op on Series X. The Xbox Series S will not support split-screen co-op. But it will support the cross-save progression between Steam and the Xbox Series. Says so Larian had difficulties become becoming a split-screen co-op to function at a level that it was satisfied with on the less powerful Series S. Oh. A few weeks ago, Larian's director of publishing, Michael Dowse, tweeted that the game apparently appeared unlikely to come to Xbox this year due to Microsoft's apparent Believe that full feature parity between the Xbox Series X and Series S versions was required. Uh, so there's that. But that changed, Mail. That changed. Yeah. How did, how okay. did it change? It well, it changed because... No, it's because it allowed me... Uh... It's allowing them to launch the game this year. That's huge for Xbox. Like yeah, I said, the game of the year, just about right now, right? The one contender right now, the champ right now. It's out there, swinging its big dick around. Yep. And you know who wasn't going to get part of that? Xbox. They weren't going to get shit. They were going to be screwed. PlayStation was going to have it. PCs all enjoying it. And the Xbox players were going to get screwed out of it. But now the Xbox players get to enjoy it as well. Gunny, are you excited for the Xbox players? I am. Um, I do see an issue, though. <clears throat> I do see an issue. I don't know. I could be talking out my my butt here on this one but 
you know when they talk about the feature parody, right? Where the mm. X and the S, and we've seen it with the S where, you know, Halo uh, Infinite can't run on split screen or what else? There was something else like it wouldn't, like, I guess the S just doesn't like split screen for some reason. Um, but I, there was one other game is what it was, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, but yeah, I think about like, well, it's basically like, I don't know. I'm thinking like, are you paying, you're paying the same amount for the game, but you're getting something, a feature missing. I really, me personally, I don't know. I, if I was like, I had the S right. But if somebody got something on the X or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Maybe I should buy an X or whatever, but I definitely see like lawsuits in the future, you know? Uh, not that Microsoft can't afford or anything, but it's like, uh oh, I definitely see them getting into some some trouble with well, this, I mean, you know? How can they get in trouble for it though? I mean, they want to make it the same, but I don't think it's like a legal thing somebody could take against them. You don't think so? I I don't know. I think there would be, right? I'm sure somebody's going to be like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I'm an S owner. I don't know. And then, but it's supposed to be an S and X thing, but yet X got something I didn't, like a feature, you know, of a game. Am I am I am I really reaching on that for some? I don't know. I feel like not that I would join the lawsuit or anything, but I just feel like, well, man, that wouldn't be good for Microsoft, you know. Like image wise, I really don't care because, well, fuck. If you want the feature, buy an X. But I don't know. But if you're paying the same price for the game, you know, but you're getting something less. Jesus, you're muted over there. If you're trying to chime in, but you're not. You're not paying the same price for the console, though. You're paying. Right. right, significantly less for the console, so you're paying almost what a half the price of the console that the other person paid. Of course, you're going to get less. If you go buy a car, say Mayo bought a Camaro, right, and then I go buy the best Camaro that I could buy, my car might have more features than Mayo's Camaro. Yeah, just true. for the simple fact that I bought the really, really expensive one, and he might not have, right. Is right. Mayo gonna go and sue Camaro because my car does something his doesn't? Well, I guess you could look at it like there would be a good example. Like, okay, so Jesus, there's a radio you both bought for your Camaros, right? Okay. But it, but I but so far I get you. You 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 bought the Hobo Camaro, but Mayo's Camaro comes with FM and AM radio and Sire, okay. uh, whatever F, F XM or whatever. But yours yeah. doesn't. Yours only comes with with AM. I don't know, right? That where I can see like somebody going in there and going, well, that's oh, not God, right. How much but did Mayo pay more for his radio and that did I pay half the price? No, but let's say you paid the same amount for the radio, right? You paid less for the car. Oh, you're, but you're, but you're yeah. paying the same amount for the radio. You know what I mean? Not necessarily because usually uh, the radio is a, an option and then you pay <laughs> for that option. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, right. I, right. Just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see. Going forward, you know? You, like, I don't see. Okay, what about graphics? Okay, you get better graphics on the X. You know, you may not get them as you know, good as graphics on the S. You know, like, yeah. is that going to be a you complaint get down 1080p, the You get 1080p oh. super sampled on the S. And you yeah, get 4K what, what on the get, X. Yeah, I want to get true 4K on my S, and I can't. You know, like yeah, people want to play Starfield in 4K 60 on the S. Yeah, but if I'm missing a feature, right? I would say, okay, fine. I want is that pay, not is that not a feature? 59. So you're saying that graphics and resolution aren't a feature, then? No, no, no. I'm thinking well, again. We're think we're talking specifically about uh, split screen. Okay, but yeah, you're considering split screen a feature, but is graphics not a feature? Why why are we nitpicking on on the split screen but not on not on the graphics resolution? 
I would say because or, or even because the I performance. Less, right. Because I paid less. I'm going to get less. Right. I'm going to get less graphics. But if I have to pay <laughs> or less the same features. exact amount, again, we're or paying less, the same exact amount. Less the, the features. Or the game. No, you're, no, you're not. You're so okay. Okay, Mal. Let's pray. Baldur's Gate is going to be $69, right? $69 right, on no. S. $69 okay. on X. No, listen, listen. All right. You and Ryan, say Ryan didn't have the X. Say Ryan was a hobo and he had the S. And you have the X. And you bought Starfield. On your X, you're getting 4K 30. Right. On his S, he's getting 1080p 30. And he's mad because... Because he's saying, well, I want to play in 4K because I have a 4K TV too. And I want to play in 4K, but but I can't because this feature is not here. Should he be able to sue Microsoft? No, because he knows yep. his console is less powerful. What, what makes it different because a feature like split screen is not available? No, I'm saying, but okay, but the split screen is only, only going to come to the one console, right? It's only going to come to the X and not the S or whatever. I mean, even if they promised it later, but what if they don't? I guess that that would be my point, right? Where if they what don't if, bring it, but we paid ex- the same exact amount for the for the actual game. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they bring it or not at the end of the day. If if they don't bring it, then oh, well, guess what? People probably won't even care. People, Some people will notice and some people will, will, we will probably notice and we'll probably call them out on it. It, it but yeah. something like the to, general consumer won't care. Let's look at it not necessarily in terms of the same console. Say, like, look at Hogwarts. Hogwarts had a special mission on the PS5 version, and the Xbox version didn't have it. You're still paying the same price for the same game, but the PS version had something the Xbox version didn't. Yeah. And it but that's two lawsuit. different companies, right? This is the same but company, the same, same, I almost said same console, but it, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, the X and the S are supposed to be the same, but right, graphical difference, right? But well, not, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm not sure what your argument is. I don't know. Like, so you're trying to argue that features should be parity on everything, but well, that's what Phil uh, Spencer said, right? And I'm not calling him a hypocrite. <laughs> well, I am. So you're saying kinda, Phil right? Spencer? You're saying like, all right, you're saying fine. Phil lied. Uncle Phil didn't lie. God damn it, you. But I you see leave what his alone. strategy is, right? We're getting the game out this no. year on Xbox. Fuck yeah, his strategy is we need that fucking game on our console yeah, yeah, because guess what? Yeah. Everyone is t- everyone is talking about this fucking game. We need this on our console. Of course and, that's and the strategy. And weakest console is holding it back, you know, from yeah. being released. If, if they didn't have to worry, if they didn't have the S at all, this wouldn't even be a, a conversation. The game would be the game would be launching September 6th on the X and the PS5. Yeah. Unless, unless, guys, unless they're just, maybe I read the article wrong, but unless they're just releasing the game, right, on the Xbox, S and X, without split screen, until they can put it on both, right? Because, again, we are paying the same exact price for the game, $69.99, right, for both consoles. You know what I'm saying? So that's fine, right? If they release it and put split screen on it at the same exact time when it's ready, right? But removing that feature, fine. I think that's that's cool because you know what you're getting, right? For both X and S users. That was cool. But I don't think they should put it on the X first and then say, oh, the S later, because I think they would get themselves into trouble, you know, with that. Or it's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa we pay the same amount, but we get less, you know, less features. You, you, or that specific feature. But you, know? you get, you don't, 
<laughs> I guess, in my opinion, is like, does it really matter? Not really. To me, it would be like whatever. You know? Yeah. I mean, if I, hey, if, if I, I wanted it, I'd be like, fine. I'd be like, like okay, it is what X. it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, okay, I don't get split screen. Big you know? deal. Yeah. You don't get you don't get 4K on Starfield. Okay, like is that is that going to stop you from trying to play? <laughs> Probably not, right? Like Right. Yeah, first party, right? We're getting the same it. game on SNX, yeah. So this is like the, the only time like I guess this is going to be different, right? Something or S going to get something the X doesn't. I didn't notice not to change gears on it, but I didn't know that it actually had cross save progression between Steam and the Xbox series. Oh, that was kind of interesting. I didn't know it had crossplay. I think they all do, right? All Xbox games, have? right? If you're using your account, yeah. Well, I mean, but the Larian I mean, account, is with yeah. Steam, like it's Steam and Xbox. So, oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I wonder if PlayStation okay. version has cross save. It does. So, so if I bought it on Steam, I think I guess yeah, because they've got that twice, login right? for cloud. Paid for it on PS5, I would have pro- cross save. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to buy the game on the different twice, platforms, right. but. But the the cross save is available. It, I think Ubisoft does that too with some of their games. Because it ties to your Larian account, not your. It ties to your profile too, but it's nice. yeah, it's your Larian account. That's kind of a nice nice feature. I didn't know that was coming to the console. Where if you already playing it on PC, like now, like say yeah. if I already like you, Jesus, you already have it on PC, and say you have a PS5, you're like hey, you know what, I want to play it in the living room. You get a PS5 version of it. Yeah. You're, progression is saved and you can take off right where you left off in the living room which is nice yeah i think starfield should do it but they won't i think they should yeah i I would say i think they should too but they won't they've already confirmed that starfield only has cross save between the xbox and the pc version that's on windows store not the steam not the steam version well as Baldur's gate has it with everything regardless if it's on steam or you can cross even if you buy it on like the other shit, like good old games or whatever, like it's still all, it's all cross save or whatever, like all of it doesn't matter because mm. it saves to your Larian account. Now you're right. And I, right. I wish more games to do that. Like you use your account that that game is through, yeah. you know, and have cross. I think cross-save. you, like Gunny said, Ubisoft does it with some games, but I don't, I not all of them. They announced some. something or yeah, there was something that they did. But yeah. In other news, uh, Microsoft's Phil Spencer had an interview with Eurogamer. Big interview. And uh, so they they asked him about different stuff, uh, pretty much. Asked him, um, uh, like, different questions, I guess. (laughs) One of the questions they asked him was um, if they can bring the price of the consoles down over the seven-year lifespan to make it cheaper to manufacture. And he said, the prices aren't coming down, Mayo. They're not coming down. We see it now, and that's why we did the Series S. I know there's a bunch of questions like, what's it doing? We wanted to make sure we had a sub $300 console because we wanted to grow. And we think an entry-level price point for many new families or players coming into the market is going to be important. And then people say, well, now you created complexity because you have two specs in the market. But then we get into this world of, I want to mid-gen refresh, so we should create more complexity by creating more devices. For us, thinking about where our hardware is going and reaching more customers, price point is important, but you're going to, but you're not going to be able to start with a console that's $500 thinking it's going to get to 200 bucks. That won't happen because the core components that you use, uh, so you can't buy them anymore as hardware makers because 
Nobody's making that kind of RAM or other components. It's not the way it used to be back in the day, Mayo, where you could take a spec and then write it out over 10 years and write the price points down. It's why you see the console pricing continue to be relevantly flat. So he's saying the console prices ain't coming down, man. All right, Mel, just get used to it. It's going to be 500 okay. bucks forever. Okay, maybe there'll be price increase. How about that, motherfucker? Yeah, you want price that? Incre- yeah, we've seen that actually. Haven't we? <laughs> yeah, right. We've seen yeah, that around right. the world. Yeah. <laughs> where they actually went up we're, in price. We're, we're making the thing more expensive. You guys wanted price decreases? Guess what? We listened and we've made them more expensive now. Congratulations. <laughs> so keep complaining. See what happens next. <laughs> yeah. We went the other direction. Yeah. Fuck. What you could probably get, you know, like we've seen them now, like if you're on the Twitters and then the Facebooks and stuff, where probably get a good, you know, an Xbox S for $250 and an X for $450, right? 50 bucks off. I've seen them. I've seen them different deals more often now. So uh, I don't know. PlayStation's doing the same thing, but, you know, you just got to wait for those deals to come in. Yeah. Right. Get them, get 50 bucks off. Or your favorite retailer. Make sure you follow that daily, weekly. Uh, in other news, uh, he was asked, like, how do you bring big games like Starfield or Spider-Man to mobile devices like the Steam Deck and the Aces Rug Ally and stuff like that? And he said, you stream it. He says that they've, they've looked at the thing, you know, and they're like, the easiest way to do it is to just stream the game. And that's why they've partnered now with GeForce NVIDIA's GeForce Now program to bring more games to the GeForce Now platform to stream um, so they can fucking work together to bring more games, big games, I guess, to mobile platforms. Yeah, I guess uh, in what, 19 games right now from Game Pass are available in GeForce? Yeah, so there's that. Anyways, another news... Starfield, okay. The leaks are coming, Mayo. They're happening. Oh, yeah. The leaks are struck, here. There's truck heists going on and shit because of this game. Okay, it's happening. Okay, and let me tell you something that happened. A man who gained notoriety for leaking 45 minutes, Gunny, of Starfield has now been arrested for handling stolen goods. So, the Reddit community of Starfield... <laughs> 29-year-old Darren Harris was processed by the Shelby County, Tennessee Sheriff's Office on August 24th. Harris was charged with theft of property valued between $2,500 and $10,000, theft of property valued at $1,000 or less, and for possession of marijuana. That's funny. That's funny. What's What state? Tennessee. Oh, it is illegal there. Yeah. Sorry, Tennessee. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Tennessee. Y'all marijuanans. No marijuanas for you. We got all the marijuanas over here. We're going to give them 50 years for the marijuana and probation for the theft. <laughs> yeah. <of Starfield>. yeah. <laughs> three months, three months probation for the theft of Starfield and 10 years for the marijuana charge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harris has been spotted uploading listings for numerous copies of Starfield mail including its premium Constellation Edition on the Japanese e-commerce platform Mercari prior to his arrest. Despite the charges, much of Harris's leaked footage remains online. So, if you're keen to avoid Starfield-related spoilers, do throw it carefully. 
when making your way around the internet, especially on sites such as X, which is used to be YouTube, or used to be Twitter, and, and YouTube. So, anyways, this guy, I think what happened was he ended up, he worked at a retail store. So, I think he ended up, he was working, like, at some big retailer store. And, obviously, the retail stores probably already have the copies in stock, right? Like, they have it shipped yeah. to the store. This fucker yeah. just stole probably the copies. Warehouse or, you know, or- yeah, he worked somewhere. Well, anyways, he stole all this shit. He stole, like, the big Constellation editions. Damn. He, he stole, like, a bunch of copies of the game. And then he went home and started playing it. Then he started talking about it and bragging about playing it. And then Bethesda found out about it. So Bethesda was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so Bethesda tried to find out where, they, where this fucker was working. And they contacted the company that he worked for. And the company that he worked for did an investigation to look at their inventory of what they had received. And they had found out, oh, shit, we are missing a bunch of copies of Starfield. <laughs> well, with that being said, the police had enough to do a search warrant on the dude's house because he was posting stuff online. And when they served the search warrant, they found copies of Starfield. <laughs> they found box like boxes of the Constellation Edition. They also found copies of Starfield like like in packaging ready to ship out like 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 somebody had bought them you know from him and he was going to ship him out <laughs> yeah and then and wow. then uh they also found gun, they also found some guns and the marijuana of course the guns might have been registered to him or not nobody knows but they they also found the marijuana it's in the bible this. belt guns are legal they love but, them uh, guns uh, down there but no marijuana's for you you can have all the guns but no marijuana's oh, them, so i there's. I don't know about you, Jesus, but I haven't. So I've heard about this right through through podcasts, and I've heard like there's been talk of the leaks on X, but I haven't. I have not. So nobody like I think nobody's foolish. I don't know about foolish enough, but so like I don't follow any anybody too crazy, but mostly all my stuff's gaming on there, and I haven't seen any gameplay. Just gameplay talked about, and I guess it was like a really crummy version from his phone. Mm. So yeah, they said even like the gameplay is like not the greatest from a phone. So I'm like, what's he using like iPhone four? What's going on here? Fucking old ass Android. What's happening? But yeah, I haven't seen it. Like whatever. I don't want to see that shit. You know, I'm good. But I guess if I run across a spoiler, I will. We're all gonna hear it. Well, I've already read into a bunch of spoilers about it. Uh, um, there's like a whole Reddit thread of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Reddit, Jesus. Stay out of there. Uh, the game comes out, them, damn right. it. I read <laughs> a bunch of them already. I read a bunch about the uh the exploration, the planet exploration, and I guess one of the big things on there was that like all the planets are explorable, but not all of them have like interesting shit in them, you know what I mean? So like of course there's like the main planets, right? Like Mars, Earth, yeah. whatever. And those have like each of them have like big cities you can land in. But then you can also choose to land anywhere else on the planet. So you can choose to land like in a random spot. And when you create that landing zone, it kind of creates like a zone that you can walk around in. But it's like a definite, it's like a defined zone. Like you can reach the edge of it and it won't let you go past the edge of it. So to go to like the next section, you would have to get back on your ship. And like fly over to the next okay, section. I did see that today. Yeah. But it's not a like video, defined- but I read that. But, like, the reason it does that is because these zones aren't actually, like, 
they're not rendered beforehand. So they're like, I think they're all procedurally generated. And so the game has to generate these zones and it'll generate stuff in it for you to do. And then, but the big zones, like the big cities, those are all pre-rendered. Those are already there, right? But like all the little shit that you go explore, all that stuff's like uh, procedurally generated or whatever. So it takes, that's why you have to do it that way. And apparently like when you land on different little planets or like asteroids or whatever the hell you land on, like a lot of it is procedurally generated. So it's just like resources. Like you, like it, you don't have to land there, but you can land there to get like more resources of a certain kind. You know what I mean? And that's kind yeah. of how I figured the game would be anyways. Just like, yeah. you know, you couldn't have all these planets to land on and have something interesting on all of them. It would take so long. Yeah. You know I mean? you, it would be so hard to make content for like all that. Can you imagine like trying to make a storyline or like a little side quest? on each and every of these, all these planets that they have, you know, like if there's something to run into, you, you just, it'd be a long time coming. Yeah. It would, it would. I mean, it doesn't surprise me at least, but I figured there'd be like planets. You would pretty much go on and, and mine resources and you'd have planets that had your main missions, you know? Right. Yeah. So I'm curious how that's going to play out uh, with, like you talked about the mining operations and things like that, where they basically said like, Hey, it's not like, it's not going to be like a, you know, a sleep event, right? Where like you leave the game physically and come back two days later, you know, things are going to be completed. Um, it has to be in game time. You have to be playing the game. Yeah. Um, so it's not a big grind fight for things. So that's cool. Yeah. It's not that kind of game. I like it. That's a single player. I don't know. We're never understood. Yeah. I was going to say that, point that out too. Right. It's not like, it's not like a four player, you know, open world MMO. So yeah, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to be all up in that shit. Anyways, in other news, AMD has now denied blocking Bethesda from adding DLSS to Starfield. Um, as AMD unveiled two new graphics cards to round out the RDNA 3 lineup, it also tried to clarify some recent controversy regarding its agreements with game developers. As the company unveils a hardware, hardware bundle for Starfield, uh, the details on whether it would support NVIDIA DLSS remain unclear. On Friday, AMD Chief Architect of Gaming Solutions, Frank Azor, said that if Bethesda wanted to implement rival NVIDIA's DLSS upscaling tech in its upcoming RPG Starfield, AMD would not stand in the way. If they want to do DLSS, they have AMD's full support, Azor told Verge, adding that nothing is blocking Bethesda from adding DLSS. The recent comments address the rising suspicions that Team Red prevents DLSS from appearing in most games for which it signs marketing agreements. Despite this, the game likely won't officially support the feature at launch. Lists comparing game sponsorship deals with two other companies show that most of the major NVIDIA-sponsored titles support AMD's FSR tech. In contrast, far fewer Team Red games include Team Green's upscaling solution. AMD's prior hesitance to clarify the situation didn't help, and the company still couldn't reveal all of the details of its contract this week. Azure admitted that this agreement involves money in exchange for technical support, and that AMD expects their partners to prioritize their tech over the competitor's tech, but stressed that it doesn't forbid the companies to use TLSS. So, a few past cases support his assertion, Sony's recent PC conversions include both upscaling tools regardless of sponsor. 
and Microsoft's Deathloop added DLSS in a post-launch update despite the AMD partnership. Unfortunately, current data mining shows no signs of DLSS or Intel's XESS in Starfield, but the game will support FSR 2 at launch. ASOR suggested that Bethesda might have focused on FSR 2 for Starfield because the Xbox console and all recent PC graphics cards can access the tech, while DLSS requires you to have an NVIDIA GPU from the GeForce RTX 2000 series or later. Despite FSR's broader compatibility range, comparisons usually give DLSS the edge regarding their image quality. In any case, similarities between the AI workloads underpinning both solutions and Intel's XESS means that implementing one makes including the other two relatively straightforward, especially for a developer with Bethesda's resources. So it says here, the key evidence for this is how games only supporting DLSS or FSR 2 receive third-party mods. Adding the missing upscaling method, many RTX GPU owners anticipate one such implementation from prolific modder PureDark, who has recently inserted DLSS into multiple older AAA titles, which include Bethesda Skyrim and Fallout 4. However, users have criticized PureDark's policy of locking downloads behind a $5 Patreon contribution. One Star Wars Jedi Survivor player warned that while a single payment grants access to the latest version of the game's DLSS mod, downloading the patches requires you to be a continuous subscriber of Pure Dark's Patreon. However, Pure Dark is not the only modder making DLSS patches. Other models could just as easily bring DLSS to, Star to Starfield for free. Uh, so it says here, uh, in related news, AMD revealed the details of its Starfield hardware bundle. Purchasing any currently available mail, any mail, okay, listen, mail, Okay, listen, mm -hmm. if you purchase any currently available Ryzen 9, 7, or Ryzen 5 CPU from the 7000 or 6000 series, it guarantees you, Mayo, guarantees you a Steam copy of Starfield, okay? If you purchase a Radeon RX 7000 and 6000 GPUs from the RX 6600 or better, are also eligible for a copy of this. But this deal does not include the recently unveiled 7800 XT and 7700 XT cards, which share the same release date as Bethesda's upcoming game. Uh, it says here, uh, high-end processors and the higher-end graphics cards come with the premium edition, while the mid-range chips include standard edition. Starfield will launch on September 6th for the PC, the Xbox Series X and S, but customers who pre-order the premium edition may get early access beginning september 1st the dumb so dun, no dls that is weird and you know that's that's something that we have noticed in other games like we we've mentioned that before i think and the star wars uh, star about wars that. i remember star wars didn't have it yeah uh did uh redfall have it i don't think redfall had it either um, um i'm not sure but there's other games that i've played that support all of them right that have all of it it's all there. I think Baldur's Gate has all of them. Uh, a lot of games have all of them. And then, then you come out and you, like the one game only has one or it has the other. And it uh, seems like it's more so the games that are, that are sponsored by AMD. Yeah. AMD they, they only don't has have theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what the article was saying. And they were like saying basically it, a lot of their games 
that are sponsored by him. Like sometimes you'll get like this splash title to begin a game on your PC yeah. or whatever. Well, it'll, it'll say, say like, Nvidia, Nvidia or it'll or say AMD. AMD at the beginning. Yeah. And the ones that say AMD at the beginning are not getting DLSS in them. Where the one like the Nvidia games, you just have that option in there as well. So yeah, but I'm not sure about the article. Like I've never tried. It says something like you can ha- you can use um, F- FSR two on other gpus so i don't know if we can use it on our nvidia cards or if it works you know like through our card where you have to have an nvidia card to have dlss uh yes fsr works with any amd card any nvidia card or any intel card as long as they support uh any fsr or direct x11 and direct x12 which your cards mine and yours do of course yeah. most people's i mean gunny's card even supports that shit so um yeah i mean so yeah it just dlss is is so nice to have for performance you know it's like and, it and helps the article, so much i've I seen a different article and it was saying basically that i don't know the numbers of the head but this article if it was true it was saying that like 80 88 percent of the gamers are nvidia on pc so, like, for it to not have DLSS, it's pretty much, you know, keeping 88% of the people out from having DLSS where they have to use, F, you know, FSR. So, it's unfortunate. You know, it's something that I like to see in games. I wish I wish Star Wars would have it in as well. It should just be pretty much in every game. I think no matter what game it is. And, you know, and, or is, is it... Is it a Bethesda thing where they didn't put it in? Because AMD is saying, you know, like, oh, yeah, we don't prevent you from putting it in their game. So was it a is it AMD or Bethesda's choice to not put that in there? Do you think they would have developed it for it? Maybe yeah, I don't they know had that kind of technology because they work. You know, AMD works with them on their consoles. Maybe they just didn't want to mess with DLSS. I don't know. I don't know how much work it is, but you think you'd want to put that little bit of work into it, and especially a big company like Bethesda. You know, you think a AAA title would they have would know both. right? Like like. Hey man, most gamers have TLSS. Most yeah. gamers have that would be like, cards. You know, if this was like an indie company, I could see it. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, you know what? You don't you don't have the resource. But Bethesda, of all people, they, they should have where's Microsoft first. backing them? Microsoft, the PC maker of the world, the software maker of the world, right? Like right. they know the stats. They know they can they can track people's computers, they can see what hardware is in them, you know. So, so yeah, so to me, it almost feels like a Bethesda thing where they just didn't want to do it. But why don't they, you know? Because like you said, they um, have the people. They have them. They, don't, they got paid a lot of money. Probably AMD, probably not to. <laughs> and and AMD's just... Denying it, but that's probably... And AMD, AMD's out there denying it, but I probably think that would have been the thing, right? Like, they just got paid a lot of money not to. Yeah, because... Don't do it. it. How much money do we have to pay you to not do it, Mayo? And they said this much, and they said, okay deal <laughs> yeah like and i get it right i guess amd's thing is well if it's all works on everything why should they even use dlss why waste the resources kind of make it work with it well because people prefer dlss right at least the people in the bethesda when they're making the game they should have been like okay we should probably implement that feature for pc gamers you know that'd be like leaving something out yeah or for the vast majority that new uh that new GPU by AMD that has the uh the uh the Starfield branding on it looks pretty cool actually. Oh yeah, isn't it like only for like uh like for giveaway or something though? I don't like you know. 
can't buy it, I don't think. I think it's only for giveaway. Hmm. But it does look pretty cool. But what's kind of interesting, too, is like you see games coming out, right, Jesus? So the new Cyberpunk, it, yeah. it is going to have DLSS 3.5. Yeah, the new one. It's a 3.5. And so is uh, the new Alan Wake game. Yep. So it's just weird. You think something like Starfield that big would want to put DLSS in there? I don't, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. That uh, that's the new Cyberpunk shit has me hyped as fuck to replay that game. I don't know if I want to replay it or just like. Yeah, I, I see. It means like uh, there was a news article I came across the other day. I think just kind of glancing over the internet, and it said something about it was going to change your V character. Like I didn't know if it would like change your save file or there's something that's going to happen to V. No, like, so it no. made it really different, and it said something about your save file would be different or. No, uh, pretty much what. The game will be like a new game. They're saying pretty much the project CD Project Red is saying that this is gonna this is like Cyberpunk two, they said. They said think of it as Cyberpunk two. Think of it as like a revamped entire kind of most of the game has been revamped. In terms of the perk system, the whole perk system has been revamped mail. So it's now like I, I think it's more of a unified perk system instead of like a d- divided one where it has three different divisions. Now it's like all one thing. And now your like armor stats and your health and all that isn't based on what you're wearing, like the stupid basketball shorts that you wore. It's based on the enhancements you make to the body of V. So like if you take V to the edge runner guy and you tell him I want to upgrade my arms or add armor to this to my brain or add armor to my chest, they actually implant it inside of V or whatever. And also uh the the DLC is a standalone thing, they said. Say, so the deal is going to happen to your B then going into it. Say you have a save file and you add it to it. I can see why it's standalone then. Yeah, the DLC is standalone. So like you can, the, the DLC is a section of the map that you go to. And they said there's like a whole cutscene and like a whole thing that shows you like going into the place. And you have to get into Dogtown. And then once you're in Dogtown, you'll have like the ability to go back and forth between Night City and Dogtown at like at any time, right? But uh dogtown is supposed to be like a like another part of night city kind of that's not controlled by like the city it's controlled by this one dude and uh this guy runs like the whole city of dogtown so dogtown is like a city within a city kind of like the slums or something but this guy runs them and there's no, like it's apparently the like in dogtown, but, but in dogtown the cops are not allowed so there's no cops in dogtown but there's mercenaries that the dude has that patrol Dogtown. So they're like cops, but they're his cops. And um, so there's that. And then also they said that uh, now, like, there's going to be vehicle combat. So you can add guns to your cars and, like, have different hacking abilities from your car. You can even, like, have it to where your car can drive itself and you can shoot out the window and shit. And there's also... uh like abilities to like where you can jump off a motorcycle and do like a ground pound and then it'll like do a send a shockwave around you and then it'll like knock everybody back when you land or whatever. Uh, there's also apparently now uh, um, like people will react to your crimes. So like if you commit a crime in the city, people will try to call the cops and then the cops will respond appropriately with the thing getting higher and higher the more you resist arrest or whatever. It'll keep getting more stars or more wanted level. And to a point where Max Tack will get deployed to come and get you. Like the guys, the, the big top guys, they'll come in with their with their shit and they'll come and arrest your ass or try to kill you. Kill you and take your money? 
deduct some money yeah. out of your bank account. Yeah, Max Tech will come after your ass. But apparently you can also kill the Max Tech guys and take their shit. So that might be kind of right. cool. That's cool. Right. And then just waiting for your one level to cool down and you still yeah. got all their cool shit. I like it. Yeah. And there's a there's a whole lot of changes to this uh cyberpunk coming, man. Like a lot, man. They they really are saying like like this is pretty big. Uh they're adding new clothes. Uh, they're also adding transmogs to the clothes. So, like, say you like a certain outfit you're wearing and you want to just keep it, whatever, keep it. You can do that. New enemy types. Uh, there's a new radio station. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, so apparently the, the point of the story is the president of the United States or the new United States of America uh, send... Somehow he gets kidnapped because his plane is flying over Dogtown. I think they shoot down his plane or his helicopter or something and crashes in Dogtown and the president's there and he gets kidnapped by the guy who runs Dogtown. So you get asked by like the government, the U.S. government or whatever, to go in there to rescue the president. So you sign a deal with the president, with the country to like become allegiance to them, like become an... A, a, a mercenary, whatever, for the country to go in there to rescue the president. Uh, so there's that. Apparently, there's some snake. big giant. There's Send a giant. Snake. There's a giant robot mech. Uh, new snipers and new weapons and uh, a bunch of stuff like that. And there's a new ending for the main story of of Cyberpunk as well. They said. Uh, so there's that. There's a new ending, Mayo. New ending. Nice. There's a new area, and there's a new narrative, an original story. This is a $30 DLC, so it's half the price of the game. It's, an, it's a pricey expansion, but it seems to be, like, worth it. Now, that being said, though, uh, CD Projekt Red did say if you do not buy the expansion, say you just you just want to play Cyberpunk and see kind of what some of the new stuff is, uh, a lot of the new stuff is going to be added to the game just for free. So, like... All the stuff to do with like the perks and the rebalancing of the game and the cops and all that, like some of the new, not all the new weapons. I think some of them are locked to the DLC, but a lot of them will just be added to the game. Like all that shit's going to just be added to the base uh, cyberpunk game. But if you do want to play the DLC section of Dogtown or whatever, you do have to buy it, which is a $30 expansion on everything, I think. It's kind of a pricey expansion, right? But yeah, as long as it's a large one, though, and you get a lot of hours out of it. <laughs> yeah, it seems to yeah. be worth it. You don't see... The, it's kind of... People might think it's really expensive because you don't see a lot of games coming out nowadays that have, like, big expansions like this. No. Right? Like, that Besides are Destiny. Yeah, Destiny is the one, right? Destiny and, like... I don't see many other games that do it. Destiny is, like, the one that does it, right? Like, they do it, yeah. like, every six months. Their next, I think they're... I forgot what the price was. next one today. Yeah, February next of like, next year. Yeah, it's... it's but I yeah, didn't see the price on it. This is called like the last shape or the something shape. Yeah. The last shape or the forbidden shape or the, the yeah. something. February... Uh, uh, what is it? The final shape. February 27th of 2024. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Brink will be getting that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll get the Those, final... He'll get the triangle this time. The final the, shape I made The it. final shape. It's a PlayStation shape. It's a triangle... <laughs> 
It's a triangle it, because Xbox doesn't have triangles. And, yeah. and then he'll come on the show and go, I've come full circle, guys. You remember 10 years ago on HTP, I was playing this on PlayStation, and now I've gotten the final shape on PC. The final shape. <laughs> Another news. Uh, want to some more news here. Phasmophobia. Uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S owners eagerly awaiting the previously announced August release of Ghost Hunting Hit. Phasmophobia will now have to wait a little bit longer, Mayo and Gunny. A little bit longer. Developer Kinetic Games has opted to push the launch back to October after a recent fire incident. Since your Phasmophobia first made waves when it launched into early access on the PC back in September of 2020, quickly amassing an enthusiastic following after streamers helped propel its spooky investigatory ghost hunting action which sees players attempting to gather evidence and complete objectives across a variety of hunted locales up the charts as Halloween-ish. Since then, Kinetic Games has continued to expand and evolve the core cooperative ghost hunting experience with new maps, new equipment, new ghost types, better haunting AI, and more recently, custom difficulty settings. And with the PC version developing nicely, a console release was confirmed earlier this year, and they were saying that it would hit PS5, including PSVR 2, and the Xbox Series X and S consoles this August. And now, this has been pushed back to October. I'm thinking, why not? Release it closer to Halloween, when everyone's into, like, scary shit. Oh, yeah. And it's such a yeah. good game, too. Like, this game is so good on Steam. Like, it's still fun to go back and play, and they keep... This is kind of, like, ready or not, and so they just kind of keep adding to it, right? They keep adding new stuff and new... New ways to detect, new new types of ghosts and stuff like that. Just just keeps the game fresh. So it's kind of neat that it's actually coming to console. Like people have really missed out on this game so far. Yeah, I forgot that game wasn't on console. Yeah, that's probably another news. I haven't got myself to play in VR. I think that'd be kind of creepy in VR. It'd be interesting. Another news: PlayStation news. Big PlayStation news here. PlayStation Portal is Sony's PS5 Remote Play handheld gunny priced at. One ninety nine ninety nine. That's right. This eight inch LCD screen boasts up a ten eighty p resolution and supports up to a sixty fps. Meanwhile, the portal's controller parts are based on the Dual Sense controller, providing the device with adaptive adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. It's got a three point five millimeter audio jack as well, so you can stick. Wired headphones in there. That's a weird addition. How many people have wired headphones? Like none of the phones have many more. That's not. They're not as common. I mean, I'm sure it has Bluetooth, but yeah. it's kind of nice they added that option. I guess. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Gunny? I, I know. Like we've talked about this in different places, but uh, yeah, I think it's a good deal if you're if you're a PlayStation Five owner and you've got cash to burn and you know you're. I don't know. Like let's. You know where I, I'm thinking of like a great scenario where. Let's say, okay, yeah, I'm at my buddy's house uh, in the next town over. And, you know, we love to play Madden together or whatever it is, right? Destiny, shit. Then I'm just bringing over my portal, right? I, I don't have I to don't drag my PS5 way, over there. It's still only like your local no, Wi-Fi. I think. Yeah, it's only local Wi-Fi. It has to be local? So it has to be yeah. in the same room? No, I don't think same, so. No. Same connection, the same household. Same Wi-Fi, but not... Yeah, Super like room. so, like you could take it, like I think what it's more for is like say, like like Gunny, like Jesus is playing God of War in his living room or his PC, right? 
of he's like playing in his bedroom or wherever he wants to play. He wants to go play in a different room or say he's playing in the living room. He wants to take it to his bedroom. He could take this portable version to his bedroom and sit and play. Or like you're at home with your PS5 gunny if you had one and your wife wanted the TV. She could change the input. The PS5 would still be running and you could get out your portal and you could sit and play in the portal and she could have a TV while the PS5 is running. And you oh yeah play. okay that's another okay so i didn't know it was local you sit on the couch like if you lose i guess like you get other family members around you know and they want to watch tv and you don't you're in the middle of a game you can leave your playstation run and you can connect it to your ps5 and you can walk around the house with it you can take it to the bathroom with you you can take it hog the bathroom know, the kitchen. Up, yeah. you can sit at the kitchen table or you can go to your bedroom you can go wherever you want with it as long as it's in your own on your own Wi-Fi, maybe out deck, you know, like deck mode, like John calls them BGO. Like right. You could be Steam deck. deck patio or whatever. PlayStation deck now. Yeah. But you just have to stay within your own Wi-Fi, I think. Or whatever Same Wi-Fi network. the PlayStation okay. to. I'm sure somebody will come up with a way to make it to where it's not local Wi-Fi, right? Like play it in the next city over. But yeah, yeah, it's a cool feature. I like it. I mean, a good, you know, another cool gadget for your PS5. I mean, I, I, it's not necessarily for like me. Like, I don't think I would use it. I don't know about you, Jesus, but like, because I don't really have kids right here. Or I don't have to fight with the TV for anything, you know, like I have. It's just me here. So it might like, be cool to be able to play games in your bedroom. Yeah, I want to take them to your buy, bedroom or whatever. You know, without like, having to buy another PS5, I guess. Lay down in your bed and you can play with it, you know, handheld yeah, mode or whatever. That'd but. be cool. But other than that, not really. Uh, as far as PlayStation Portable or PlayStation Q or whatever the hell it's called, Portal. Okay, Portal. I- I believe the Vita uh, did the same thing, right? Games that must be streamed using a PS Plus membership are not compatible with this. The games, so like if you have a game on your PS5 that you play that you stream to your PS5, you cannot then stream that game to your portal. It has to be it has to be a game that has to be installed on your PS5 to stream to your portal. Also, you need an internet connection capable of at least 5 megabytes per second. Uh, Sony's recommending 15 and uh, says your PlayStation portal does not have any Bluetooth compatibility, so you will not be able to connect wireless headphones or any or Sony's Pulse 3D headset. Instead, instead, it uses a PlayStation Link wireless technology, a new proprietary standard for PlayStation devices. PlayStation Link is designed to deliver low latency lossless audio and sony is also launching a wireless headset and earbuds that support playstation link says here you'll be able to use this new headset or earbuds with the ps5 through a usb adapter but with rumors of a new ps5 slim on the way it's easy to imagine that playstation link will be integrated onto this new console in the future says here uh playstation link will also be a a I guess a technology that third-party manufacturers can use. Uh, the PlayStation Portal does have a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack for wired audio. Um, anyways, speaking of PlayStation's new PlayStation's brand new Gunny wireless earbuds. Okay, the Pulse Explore earbuds. Eighty bucks. And the and the brand the brand new as well Pulse Elite. Headsets. I bet they're more than 80. Both use a new PlayStation Link wireless tech that allows them for lossless 
audio and low latency. They have good audio. They have some of the best audio. Uh, of course, it's fucking. It's fucking Sony, man. They've been making the Walkman since like the fucking eighties and shit, like seventies, right? So I'm gonna course. say ninety nine, ninety nine bucks. Okay, okay. No, in addition well, to announcing well, the price of its upcoming PS Four. This is wait the I, earbuds or the know. headphones, Mayo? Which one? Which one's? Well, obviously the headphones. I don't know which one's going to be more expensive. Oh, the headphones probably more expensive. I feel. Hmm. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's like a money grab in almost in a way. They could have easily put Bluetooth on this thing. No, mm. no, that's not Link Tech, bro. Listen, <laughs> I only right. want Link Tech. I'm sure you uh, do. From this. now I'm, I'm on, you can have your Link Tech. Link. <laughs> from now on, I only want. I only want. What's this shit called? Uh, PlayStation Link on everything. On my I think they've iPhone. been watching Apple. I think they've been watching Apple too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, like, oh, I'm my want... iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Is, I is, want is kind of weird. It's so backwards, Link. you know, like to hear Apple, a hey, 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 listen, Mayo, this is lossless yeah, audio. I'm sure it is, but lossless. All right, listen, your Bluetooth it gives you lost audio. Okay, lost. It's all lost. Oh, yeah. Right. You don't even know what you're listening to when you're listening. I know. On I'm Bluetooth. lost half the time. Uh, you know what? I listened to Bluetooth this morning on my way to work. I didn't even know what the song was saying. I'm like this. Right. This should wonder, be lossless. I wonder what Apple has to say about that. I wonder how their uh, Air, AirPods work. <laughs> Is that lost lost audio? That's lost, lost audio now. Yeah. That's not yeah. Apple Link or whatever they're going to call their shit. <laughs> I just find it weird that it has a, a headphone jack because nothing <laughs> has it anymore. None of the phones do. Like, no. this is not a thing. You know, like. Listen, you, don't... you buy some, some Sony wired headphones or the Sony Link Headsets, Pulse yeah, headsets. Yeah, you gotta have to. Listen, the Pulse Explore will cost dun 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 one ninety nine ninety nine as much as the device itself. Yes. Well, I guess you can uh, use it on your PS Five, right? Listen, listen, gonna need the Pulse. Is it for the headphones? The yeah, that's the headphones. The headphones. Mm. The Pulse Explore buds come at a premium, but Sony is positioning them as unique offering for their combination of lossless audio quality and low latency performance. Sony will also be releasing a new Pulse Elite headset. Oh wait, that's the that's the earbuds. The earbuds are $199.99. The Pulse Elite headset is $149.99. difference, yeah. And th- and this seems to be an evolution of the PS5's original Pulse 3D headset. I remember those, yeah. Um those are nice looking. I want the Pulse earbuds. Do they work on my iPhone? Can I connect them? Look it up. Hold on, hold on. I don't Pulse. know. They're proprietary. I forgot. I can't. They no, won't no, work. No, no, no. There should be an app that makes it work. I'll find them for you right Where's now. Where's the compatibility list? Find, find your fucking earbuds right now, Gunny. You go to the website. Find them. We're going to buy them. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> we'll find I out can't find soon. Can't. Listen, my- Gunny. Listen. Okay. The wireless earbuds revealed earlier this summer are called PlayStation Pulse Explore Wireless Earbuds and provide a premium portable audio experience with dual microphones and AI-enhanced noise rejection capable of filtering background sounds, Mail With lossless audio and a charging case, they will cost you $199.99. The new over-the-ears headset revealed today is called the PlayStation Pulse Elite wireless headset. Elite wireless headset mail. Okay. And it offers lossless audio, 
It comes with a retractable boom mic, okay? Like the Pulse Explorer earbuds, it will feature an AI-enhanced noise rejection capable of filtering background sounds. It also comes with a charging hanger. This costs $149.99. It says here, Sony says it will share more details on the release date of the Pulse Elite and Pulse Explorer devices, including when pre-orders will go live soon. Says here, Pulse Elite and Pulse Explore. Well, I'm going to go to their blog, actually. This is better. I'm in their blog now. We're really getting into this shit now. <laughs> Pulse Explore is our first set of wireless earbuds, providing a premium portable audio experience that includes dual microphones with AI-enhanced noise rejection capable of filtering background sounds. It also offers lossless audio and comes with the charging key. That's right. So what does it do that other other headphones don't do nowadays? Listen, listen. Pulse Elite and Pulse Explorer will be the first PlayStation audio devices to use custom, custom designed, may okay? Custom designed planner magnetic tires. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, Gunny. First custom design. First ever. They've never done this before. This is the first time they ever used custom design planner magnetic drivers for an audiophile level listening experience normally found, Gunny, in mail, normally found in premium headphones for professional sound engineers. With Pulse Explore, we're pleased to be one of the first companies to provide wireless earbuds to the mass consumer market using planar magnetic driver technology, Gunny. Magnetic okay. driver enhancements? <laughs> what? Planner sounds, magnetic sounds... driver, okay. Driver, I man, that sounds unique. Sounds pretty... It, it's like custom-made. Yeah. Okay, custom-made. Okay. Row, row your hobo <laughs> AirPods away. I'll throw, throw my popcorn. hobo earbuds away from Galaxy yeah. Buds over here away. That We're going to go by Sony ones, right? That shit doesn't have planner magnetic audio driver tech in it, okay? Or AI-enhanced no microphones. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Well, mine has Pulse microphones, it, but not AI-enhanced. Does it have dual microphones? Yeah, there's one on each one, I think. Okay. I believe in the, in, the, in the Samsung ones, I think. <laughs> Pulse Elite and Pulse Explorer connect directly, directly, Gunny and Mayo, with PlayStation Portal. By leveraging this new wireless audio technology, PlayStation Link. This innovation delivers low latency, lossless audio, and easy switching between multiple PlayStation Link hosts, such as your PS5 with the USB adapter and your PlayStation Portal. When using the Pulse Elite and Pulse Explorer with your PS5, the USB adapter that's included with each headset and earbuds is required for PlayStation Link. The PlayStation Link USB adapter will also be sold separately as a standalone item and can be used on your PC and Mac so players can connect their Pulse Elite or Pulse Explorer to experience the same, the same mail, lossless and low latency audio. So it must not lose anything when it connects to USB. So Listen, listen, okay? Pulse Elite and Pulse Explorer can simultaneously connect to a PlayStation Link-supported device, such as a PS5, PC, Mac, or PlayStation Portal, and a Bluetooth-supported device. For example, 
Force Explorer can be connected to the PS5 via the USB adapter using PlayStation Link and to your mobile phone through Bluetooth at the same time. While playing on the PS5, gamers can instantly answer a phone call and hear it through the same Pulse Explore earbuds. That's right. That's fucking... All Are you guys you, excited? You jump, jump right on it. No, I'm not. <laughs> you guys excited? Are you excited, Gunny? You want some magnetic planner, magnetic driver, custom engineered? As long as it sounds better. And Sony always makes good quality headphones and earbuds. Yeah. Well, I've never you tried the earbuds, but... So yeah, the the headset looks like the Pulse headset, just a little bit newer, like more, a little bit redesigned, right, Mail? And the mm-hmm. earbuds look kind of nice. They look like you know, it would be kind of nice to not wear a big bulky headset, right? To just put on these earbuds and play a game. Um, but it is crazy. To, it's kind of weird that you have to use a USB dongle on your PS5 to make it work because of the tech, right? Like the the link. The PS5 tech. doesn't have it, right? Yeah, the PS5 has Bluetooth. It doesn't have the link tech. Um, so there's that. Um, and apparently that, that link tech is the same tech that uh, that uh, the PlayStation Portal will be using to connect to your uh, PS5. It'll be using the link tech. So it won't be connecting over the Wi-Fi. It'll be connecting over the link tech. But somehow the Wi-Fi is needed. I don't know how that works. Maybe like the Wi-Fi... Like, knows that it's your account that's playing or something. I don't know why I would need the, that, right? If he's using the link tag. Who knows? Fucking $200 earbuds, though, man. I mean, it's not outrageous nowadays, you know? Like, it's not unheard of, right? Because, like, right. how much does, does anyone still use Turtle Beach? <laughs> <Is that laughs> I don't know. I never have. Is, is, is Turtle Beach like a thing? I remember they used to be really big back in the day. I'm on the Turtle Beach website right now, and I'm going to look for, like, <clears throat> They're wireless PlayStation headsets, and they have, all right, I'm going to filter from highest price on the PS5, full price, apply. So the highest one they have is a $330 Stealth Pro headset. And this thing, I mean, looks kind of nice, but it's bulky. It's huge. So, like. I mean, aren't aren't most headsets kind of bulky, though? Yeah, I guess. I guess the only ones that are not would be those earbuds, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this headset is $330, so I guess Sony isn't like out of the, the price range. The other ones below that are the next cheapest ones are 180 So you go from 300 to 180 and then from there it just goes down all the way down to like... So isn't like Astro is really popular, popular for the PlayStation? Oh, yeah. Like Astro. Astro, like A10 or whatever. I don't know what the newest one is. So yeah, show gaming headsets. Right. PlayStation, right? Alright, let's see here. PlayStation. Yeah, so their headset, their most expensive one that I see is two wait, is that three hundred? No, that's two hundred. Two forty nine ninety nine. No, that's not bad. No, wait, two eighty. Two seventy nine ninety nine. That comes with a little charging base. Whatever the fuck this is. This is the Astro A fifty. So yeah, I guess PlayStation is underneath those prices, right? Yeah, so. I, I said it's just kind of weird to me. Like, I don't care about the headsets, the headphones so much, but like, if you buy this this PS Portal, like, it's almost really weird. encouraging you to buy the headphones as well. 
you know? Yeah, because, yeah, they're like, oh, well, you want to use headphones? You got to use wired ones, man. I mean, you can find some cheap wired ones. You're not going to find any... I don't know. You can find like audiophile ones, I guess. It's gonna suck but... though, right? That's gonna suck though. Like you're gonna be like fucking wired dongling and dangling, and you're trying to play in mobile. Yeah, like gonna feel weird, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's gonna be a an expensive handheld when it comes to all that. When you start adding the headphones and stuff like that, you know, if you get the official Sony headphones for it, like it makes it a little more pricey. But it's interesting. I, I like the fact that it has the. uh the PlayStation t- style controllers on the side, so it has the haptic feedback and everything on the triggers. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, that looks uh, good. So that's that's pretty cool. You're just missing the touchpad part of it. I'm assuming, unless the screen. Well, I think it. the screen might be touchpad. I'm assuming it is, right? Right. That's one thing it's missing is the touchpad part. Maybe there's a speaker. Does I wonder if it has a speaker in it? You know how the controller had a speaker. Uh... I guess not. Well, I'm assuming it has a speaker for audio, right? Uh, listen, let me give you some specs here, Mayo, okay? Okay, yeah, maybe. Like it has, you kind of assume it didn't have any audio. Okay, there. listen. It has a beautiful, beautiful 8-inch LCD screen. 60 FPS capable at at 1080p resolution. PlayStation Portal Remote Player is purposely built a device to, dedicated to deliver an incredible remote play experience. This means you can turn it on with the Press of a button. Press a button to connect to your PS5 controller and get right to playing with remarkable speed. You don't even need a TV and no living room required. Since the PlayStation Portal Remote Player lets you stream games over your home Wi-Fi, you can play your PS5 console even when someone else is using the TV. Simply turn on the PS Portal Remote Player and you're good to go. Says here, uh, can it only be played over your Wi-Fi? Says here... While your home Wi-Fi network represents a great option to use PS Portal Remote Player because you have control over the quality of your own home Wi-Fi, it is not required. PlayStation Portal Remote Players can be played can also be played wherever you access to broadband internet Wi-Fi with at least five megabytes per second before use. For a better break play experience, a high connection of 15 is recommended. If you're using public Wi-Fi, please be aware the quality of the connection may be out of your control. But actually, you can play your this thing with as long as it's connected to the internet, you can take it anywhere. Wow, hmm. that is pretty cool, actually. Well, that's um, what I was saying. If it's connected to your Wi-Fi, I mean, I can't see why you can't play it with a at a friend's house. Yeah, apparently you can. Uh, it says here it does not require yes. a PS Plus membership. It doesn't require remote. Yeah, it doesn't require a PS Plus membership. Uh, but you do have to have it if you need to access multiplayer because the game requires it. Uh, someone else uses the TV while you're using it. Yes. Wow. We learned something new. So you can use it over Wi-Fi. I guess you can hotspot your phone to it, right? I'm like, I'm like, fucking hotspot this shit. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't talk about. It doesn't talk about the screen being touchscreen, but I'm just gonna assume it is. Uh, I'm gonna assume it is. That's an assumption. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it is a touchscreen now. I have confirmed this now. We, okay, we went through the science. It is a touchscreen. We are good, Mayo. Your good questions, your questions have been answered. So it has changed the the thing for you now, Mayo. Now that you know you can play it over Wi-Fi anywhere or any internet connection, as long as it's whatever the minimum speed required. Does that change your perception of this now? No, not really. I mean. I'm not going to take it around so much. 
you know, like I'm not gonna take it to a friend's house and play PS5, you know. But I don't do like the whole a whole lot of portable gaming anyways. But I just don't know what I would do. Like I would probably just use it around my house more than anything. You know, out of my deck or something like that or in my room. I wouldn't see myself unless I was like uh no, I guess I could technically in my Camaro, like I have Wi Fi in my Camaro. I could technically connect it to my Camaro and if I was going somewhere I could sit in the had somebody else driving or whatever, or somebody's riding with me, they could play it, I guess. I thought you were going to say, while I'm sitting at a light. Oh, okay, while I'm sitting at a friend's. Yeah, that makes sense. That wouldn't be safe. Yeah, yeah, but I could have a passenger <laughs> plan, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, I I would probably just use it around the house, and that's about it. Let's uh, move on to more news. Microsoft is taking drastic measures as it attempts to win approval from the UK's antitrust regulator to acquire Activision Blizzard. The Redman Giant has announced it will sell its streaming rights for current and new Activision Blizzard games to Ubisoft in the hope of addressing concerns about the impact of the proposed acquisition of cloud game streaming. The UK's CMA have been, has been a thorn in the side of Microsoft's attempted $69 billion acquisition for Activision Blizzard. It was the first regulator to block the deal, and it's the last opposed to the merger. The CMA has now cited concerns about the cloud gaming sector, saying the buyout would damage competition in this market, leading to less innovation and choices for the gamers. Microsoft President Brad Smith wrote that the company would be restructuring the transaction to acquire a narrower set of rights. This includes transferring the cloud streaming rights for all current and new Activision Blizzard PC and console games released over the next 15 years to Ubisoft. The agreement will be effective at the closing of the merger, and the rights will be in perpetuity. So, uh, see, it says here, uh, the restructure means that if Microsoft does manage to close this deal, it will not be allowed to release Activision Blizzard games exclusively on the Xbox Cloud Gaming, nor will it be able to dictate the licensing terms for rival services. This agreement will allow Ubisoft to control licensing and pricing of Activision Blizzard games on cloud game streaming services, including those running on excuse me, non-Windows operating systems, Smith wrote that the French company will compensate Microsoft for the cloud streaming rights to Activision Blizzard's games through a one-off payment and through the market-based wholesale pricing mechanism, including an option that supports pricing based on the usage of the games. As I said, Ubisoft's own announcement confirms that the complete and upcoming slate of Activision Blizzard games will be coming to Ubisoft+. Plus. With a single subscription to Ubisoft Plus multi-access, players will receive access to Ubisoft and Activision Blizzard games across multiple platforms, including PC, Xbox consoles, and Amazon Luna, and on the PlayStation platform through Ubisoft Plus Classics. So, that's kind of crazy, right? They just said, all right, fuck it, give it to Ubisoft. Fuck fucking mail. Ubisoft of all, like, you know, it didn't say anybody else. It didn't say, you know, We'll just, we'll just share it with Ubisoft. Why not EA? Yeah. Is is Ubisoft bigger over there in the United Kingdom? I mean, I know there's other streaming sites, but they're nowhere near the size of, like, you know, Ubisoft or um, yeah, other companies out there. Well, develop- Ubisoft is more of a oh, UK sure. company anyway, though, right? They're more UK. Yeah, it's France, so true. Makes sense. Yeah. So, that's- But yeah, so I think I think it's a good strategy, right? Because Microsoft probably looks at it like, Fine, we'll just we'll just buy fucking Ubisoft in ten years, five years or less. So we'll just get it all back. We'll be in the same boat again, trying to get uh, this thing to be approved. <laughs> I don't know, but that's probably I, I don't know. I think it's a good uh, 
probably a good strategy, you know, to get the deal through. It's interesting that the Activision Blizzard games will be coming to Ubisoft Plus. All of them, yeah. Not yeah, just but, some of them, all of them. But so okay, but that will that be the U.S. as well, or is it just for the U.K.? Uh, um, I think it's everywhere. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's going to be weird. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, they have signed the agreement already, which gives Ubisoft the cloud streaming rights to games like Call of Duty and more. They come into effect upon the completion of Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The agreement includes the complete slate of current Activision Blizzard games, as well as the, all the new titles launching in the 15 years after they closed the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. The games will land on Ubisoft Plus, while also allowing Ubisoft to license these games to cloud gaming companies, service providers, and console makers. So you can uh, access all these Activision Blizzard games across multiple platforms, including the PC, the Xbox consoles, Amazon Luna, and the PlayStation through Ubisoft Classics Plus. Uh, Wow. So does that mean that people on PlayStation could technically get Call of Duties and shit? on launch day through this Ubisoft classic subscription thing. But it'd be streaming it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would be streaming it. I wonder if there'll be a download option. That seems kind of just weird. Like, Microsoft but, really wants Activision this bad. Why do they want them this bad, Kameo? Like, they're really going out of their way now to try to get yeah, it. Yeah, they are. Is it, is it just like a... Do you think that they have something that they haven't shown everyone? And that's what I'm starting to think now. Yeah. I'm starting to think I'm starting to think Activision has something. And they're they've been working on something and they're they've showed it to Microsoft. And Microsoft is probably like, holy fucking shit. Or they might have even shown it to Sony as well. It might not just be Microsoft. Maybe that's why Sony is fighting it so much. And they just can't talk about it. You know, I mean they had a well, Yeah, maybe uh, it's just yeah, it's like it has to you know, be something be under, like, like disclosure. That. You know, they could have showed like Sony and Microsoft something under disclosure, and then yeah. Microsoft was trying to buy it. And well, Sony's like, we can't let that happen. You know, yeah. And so maybe that's why they were fighting it the whole time. And they they even said they didn't care about Call of Duty. You know, Sony yeah. did. They were like, we just don't want this acquisition to happen. More or less. You know, it's not about Call of Duty. It's about something else. So maybe they both know. And they there's something. This. Yeah, they and they both are like... Because it, it's like an NDA or something. Yeah, and they're like, holy fucking shit, this is going to change the gaming world forever. The motherfucking... was that? Ready Player One universe is coming, man. Something. They've been working on something, and they have it ready to go. And I think Microsoft knows about it. And they're like, yeah, we want that. We want that right now. We want it. We want to help you make it. And we're going to make it. And it's going to be ours. And I... I think that's what it is. I think there's something hiding. They know. I, I don't think there is. I think what they saw is probably. I don't, I'm sure when they look at that that graph and chart from Activision and they look at those, you know, when they look at that Call of Duty trend and they look at the dollar amounts, right, as it goes up each year, you know, because they continue to. I mean, those are juggernauts, right? I mean, you look at it, mm-hmm. right, and it just it skyrockets. King Candy Crush, right? They they look at those numbers and. I'm sure that's the reason <laughs> Microsoft's like, all right, look down the road 10 years. How many billions can we make? I'm sure that's what they saw. I don't know about a new IP or anything that would have them take that, but I, I think it's Call of Duty. I think it's a technology. Yeah. I think they want them so bad. There's something that they, 
yeah. they're showing. And I don't think it's just the games. Microsoft can make a shooter. They have Halo. They have Gears. They can make a shooter. What? Like I said, go back to the Sony thing. Sony didn't care. They even said, we don't care. It's not It's not about Call of Duty. Remember, they were yeah, like... And people are saying, well, Microsoft's trying to be more competitive in the in the console war, right? They're trying to have better established franchises. But I think with the current developers they've purchased and the ones that they have now, and like Bethesda being a $7 billion purchase, they, that pretty much solidified them as a good publishing company, right? You just have to have the games come out. That's it. And there's something here, man. Like, I don't know. I think there's more than than we all know. And I think uh, it's going to be huge. I, I think, think it's going to be out in the next like year or two. Maybe, maybe in the next three years, right? Maybe we won't find out till the next gen consoles come out in four more years or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe we'll see what happens. Uh, I expect the new consoles to be out by 2027, 2028. I, I would say around 2027, maybe, maybe 2026. Um, just looking at the old life cycles of like mm-hmm. the, the Xbox 360 and the PS3s and PS4s and Xbox Ones. I want to say these are what, probably seven year life cycles on these consoles? Yeah, so. roughly. I don't, I don't see a mid gen Unless you get impatient. But like. Yeah, I don't see Microsoft doing a mid gen refresh this time around. No. I don't even see Sony doing it. Yeah. No. I see them coming out with a, like a different Limmer. looking model, like a smaller model. box or something. Yeah. Or like or like PlayStation or like PlayStation adding a new model, right? That has that new PlayStation Link shit in it. Okay, like oh yeah, look at this thing has PlayStation Link in it now. You don't have to use the USB thing anymore or whatever. Something mm-hmm. small like that. Because really these consoles got off to a slow start. You still don't Big see time. anything it's only on the Xbox X, you know, really that much. Was there like one or two games now? Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. You know, Starfield's the, the first one, right? Like the first the big PS5, one. Five. There's not very many either. You know, like uh, Spider Man. Yeah, they've always had stuff pretty much backwards compatible, so yeah. they've never really got a full kickoff to like. I think COVID fucked all that up too, right? The, yeah, COVID really. So that's why I give these things, these consoles, seven years instead of like five. Just give them that yeah. extra two years because of stuff hasn't come out right away. And because when do these consoles launch in 2021 or 2020? I don't fucking remember, man. I'm not sure. I know, I know, I know it was during was COVID. It? it was during COVID because right. COVID had just happened and everything was shut down. And I want to say 2020 then. It was weird. It was like a weird presentation from both companies. They had like, you know, it wasn't like as hyped as it usually is. Well, remember, remember also like they didn't even announce it until like October. So I don't know. It was some crazy thing where I kept saying like, man, I think they're going to cancel this thing. <laughs> like. I don't think it's going to launch this year. Like, what are they waiting for? I think they were just waiting on to see if they wanted to do it or not. But then they did. I, I don't know what date it was in October. Then they finally came out and said, okay, fine. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Coming out November. Yeah. Uh, Whatever date it came out. Yeah. We'll see what happens with all that, man. I don't know. See what happens with the whole Activision deal shit. I, it's going to happen. I think it's just, it's going to happen. It has to happen before the end of October. So a month now month and a half maybe we'll hear about it here pretty soon whenever they close it but it's gonna happen it's gonna go through um that's all i have for news though gentlemen uh no more news other stuff uh we're good to go gunny concert corner there's no concert corner anymore uh no and 
I'm not even on the computer anymore. So so I'm just going to sign it off here. Oh, don't forget your free Epic game, guys. I think it was Homeworld, something or rather. It was a Ghost Nico game. Okay. So Homeworld, something Homeworld. Go check that out. Uh, yeah, go uh, claim it over the Epic Store. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. So yeah, go find me over on everything under gamer tag Gunny Chief. One word. Bye, Gunny. All right, guys. Peace out. Where can we find you, man? Oh, you're going to find me everywhere as the mail on Discord, uh, PS5, Xbox, either the mail or the mail one. You can find me on everything as Jesus Walks a Lot. I'll be playing some fucking Starfield this week. I am yeah. so hyped. I am so hyped, man. You don't even know, dude. I'm not going to sleep <laughs> that night. Right. Honestly, I'm not. It's going to be good. You'll be exploring all the planets. All the planets. All of them. Oh, I'm legit. I, I expect you next next week. I expect you to be like, what they would they say like thousands of plants or a thousand plants? I want I want to hear half. Jesus, I want I want to hear you say hit five hundred. <laughs> five hundred <laughs> planets, guys. Jesus went to five hundred different plants. It looks so cool, man. Like I, I'm super hyped. The the ship customization looks really cool. Uh, I don't know if I'll mess with that as much though, so, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I I definitely want to add some of the. The smuggling things because they said that something today, like it's kind of a game. They said you can kind of focus on what you want to focus on. Like if you don't want yeah. to do this so much, you you don't have to do that, you know. So if you want to focus on the customization of your ship, you can focus on that and not, you know, or whatever. Like if you want to most, focus on exploration and focus on that. Most um people are saying that this is probably the best uh but there's the launch that they've ever seen in terms of like how playable, like how good the game runs. That this is like the most stable they've ever seen a Bethesda game launch at. Like in terms of bugs, they're saying like this shit is actually pretty well polished. Like mm-hmm. like they really t- did a good job with it. So I'm excited to see it, man. I, I think you guys are going to be hyped. Hopefully. Anyways, I'm out of here. Peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's Starfield edition. What what are the Starfield people called? Or like the guy? What, what are oh, you called? I don't know. You're not the Pathfinder. What the fuck are you? The 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 Voyager? Who the fuck the fuck are they? They call you something, right? Star something? Stargazer? <laughs> what are you called? What are you called, man? What are you fucking called? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, you're called. Um, yeah, we can't we can't sign off until we officially know what we're gonna be called. I mean, you know what the hell we're gonna be called. Uh, okay. What are you called? What are you called in Starfield? Now I'm on the can't sign off now. Hmm. Well, hmm. apparently it says here that the game will actually co- talk to you by your real name. So like when you type your name in, the the characters and the NPCs and then shit will uh, refer to you by your name until they figure out yours is offensive. <laughs> I'll be so I will be so mad. Let's see here. Starfield. What are you called, Gunny and Starfield? What is it what? What the fuck are you called? Starfield. Mm. Mm. You know, I was thinking oh, like my character name? Yeah, like like what no, like what do they refer to the characters at? Like like you know, like in uh in Mass Effect you're the Pathfinder or the Oh yeah. Whatever the fuck. I forgot. I forgot what it was in Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn, Starfield. Uh, what are you called? God damn it. Uh, I can't even find it, Mel. I know they, they, they've they they've mentioned it before. 
I've seen it on Twitter too, and I can't think of what it was. I, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it, and I don't even know anymore. I'd get my force, my phone. It's there. I don't even know. I don't even know. Don't even know, Mel. I don't even. I can't even answer this anymore. I don't even All know right. anymore. We'll, we'll figure it out next week. I, I, I feel you can like make a report next week after you play it. Maybe there has to be a fucking name, right? There has to be a fucking name for you. What, what are you fucking called in Starfield? You have to be something. The, the Pathfinder, the Starfinder, the Starfielder. <laughs> what the fuck are you called? <laughs> are, are you the Starfielder? What, are, what is this? The Stargazer? What the fuck? See, I was trying that, to avoid spoilers. It has to be a name. Voyager? <laughs> are you a Voyager? What are you? Don't even know anymore. Anyways, we're out of here. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.